welcome to the Popcast Unleashed, folks. My name is Brian, that is Shane, and hopefully you are watching this live. If not, then you know what? Welcome regardless. We are talking about a lot of fun stuff today. Let me break it down for you. We are talking about Kanye West apparently saying uh, Pete Davidson has AIDS, which is odd. <laughs> Boba Fett and Mandalorian just, uh, just merged. Jason Moa, a lot of Jason Moa news. The guy is uh, living in the van down by the river. And uh, he's also is probably going to be in Fast and Furious 10. I bet you he's replacing The Rock, which is interesting. Johnny Knoxville suffering brain damage. And that's news, apparently. I thought that already happened. More Jurassic World on the uh, coming in. We're going to be discussing a little in Eternals, Marvel's Eternals, because... Even if the movie was bad, there's some good stuff to talk about. And in the members section, we're talking about season, possibly no more Star Trek Picard after season three, the Lord of the Rings, Amazon TV series, and uh, Amazon also, more Amazon news, cutting spending for The Expanse and the fact that there's going to be no more Expanse after the season. That's what we're talking about today. Let's, let's. I need to, need to center Let's my Let's get chain. into it. Right, no, hold up, wait. Okay. Oh, right, now we can get into it? Are you, you know, ready? I was really annoyed when the stream... I had everything set up. I had my stream decks and everything ready to go, and... Yeah, it's it happens. It's funny, though. Like, if you were there for that, like, you get to witness, like, angry Brian on video. And it's funnier because it's, like, it's not... There's no audio. So it's like one of those old time movies where it's like, dun, 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 like the guy's mad and he's like swinging at things and going crazy. Yes, exactly. It's hilarious. <laughs> hey, John Burns in the chat. Welcome, Johnny. Guys, how your how's your weekend shaping up? Uh, my weekend's going to consist of me uh, editing video and cleaning a garage. So that's my weekend. Yes, um, my weekend is uh, not good. I have a leak in my ceiling. And there are two ginormous holes in my living room, in the ceiling. Uh, so I've got like a bunch of work that needs to be done. I'm, I've got a hot water heater being put in. It's just like this weekend is going to be like all the stuff I don't want to do. And it's going to cost me way more money than I'm prepared to spend. Yeah, it's going to be a rough weekend for us both. But I think more for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, monetarily for sure. Okay. So uh, a lot of stuff going on this week. Um and we're going to go on the news we just talked about, but we also, last Friday, we uploaded a um, a uh, Quantum Leap video about the re reboot. And if you guys haven't seen that, go watch that. And tomorrow, today, instead of uploading a video today, we're actually pushing the, our upload to tomorrow morning because um, we just didn't have time to finish it, frankly speaking. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. And we've been so good about getting things done on Fridays um but you know it's going to be worth it because uh and, and i'll tell you we'll talk a little bit about it a little bit later on in the show but it is star trek related and it is news related and it's stuff you probably haven't heard before so you we'll talk about that haven't later. heard it you definitely yeah. haven't heard about this you haven't heard about this one for sure okay all right well let's uh let's jump right into it shane shall we we can yeah i mean let's let's i mean look you know when you're pulling up news stories and you're kind of looking like, what do we want to talk about this week? We're like trying to create this, this whole thing. I can promise you the one thing that we aren't going to talk about is Kanye West. 
<laughs> right. But yet here we are talking about it. And the reason why is because Brian and I have recently been talking about uh, Pete Davidson and the <laughs> fact that he is ridiculously uh, getting all these women that he probably is, that is out of his league. He looks like a goofy meth head, bro. And he, <laughs> and he is dating like, I mean, obviously beauty is subjective, but he's dating like some of like the top like women that are on like literally on like a top 10 list on magazine, top 10 list. Right. It's incredible. Um, I just assume that he signed his soul away at the crossroads. And uh, this is proof that uh, crossroad demons do exist. Supernatural had it right all along. And he got there and he's like, hey, man, uh, I want to just date all the hottest chicks on the planet. And uh, yeah, and, and, and by our take, if you look at the, the math, crossroad demons are going to claim their soul in 10 years, right? So, well, Pete Davidson has like four years left, guys. So if Pete Davidson... <laughs> If Pete Davis, if, if this, this all happened around the time he started dating Kate Beckinsale, then um, in four years, if this dude uh, dies mysteriously or just disappears, then we were right. 100% crossroad demons. And uh, so, yeah. Pete's <laughs> a demon. If Yeah, okay. So Pete's a demon if he dies in four years. We're just no, no, no. Go. He sold his soul to a demon, oh. and the hellhounds have caught up with him. You only have 10 right. years once you sign your soul away. So will he just disappear or will he come up dead? How does it work? It might, might be a violent death or he might just disappear. Okay. Who knows? All right. So if something weird happens to him in four years, we know what it is. I, I got to tell you, you know, it's one thing like you got to balance like Kanye West is really most people would consider him a little crazy, right? Um, he definitely does some strange things. One thing that you may not want to do, Pete, is date a crazy man's ex-wife. Um, because he is losing his mind over this. And you can tell because now he's spreading rumors that Pete Davidson has AIDS, <laughs> which by the way, allegedly if, spreading rumors. If, if someone, if that was on the news, if someone on the news, like, Oh, Pete Davidson has AIDS. I'd be like, that eh, makes sense. <laughs> you'd be okay. You'd be like, yeah, oh, okay. I mean, I, I feel bad for him as a human being, yeah. but like the guy is, you know, the guy is at, at the very least, he was a drug user and he, had sex with a lot of chicks. So okay, there's okay. like three out of the yeah. two out of the, th out of the three check boxes are just checked right there. So, so it can happen. Yeah. So yeah. apparently, what's closest uh, sources close to Davidson confirm that DJ Academics Academics. It's not how you spell that word. Ac by the way. Academics <laughs> claimed earlier this week. Academics. Kanye's been telling everybody with an earshot that Pete has AIDS. We're told Kanye's claim has made for a few awkward phone calls between Pete and mutual friends he has with Kanye. So they have a bunch of mutual mutual friends. It's interesting. Um, and also I guess these friends are weird. Well, I guess these friends are confused and disturbed by the childish behavior. I mean, listen, this is Kanye's ex-wife, whom I don't believe it was Kanye's idea for them not to be together anymore. You no, know what I'm saying? It was not Kanye's idea. That's for sure. So if Kanye is like not good, in fact, I guess he was trying to get Kim back as early as December. Can't believe we're talking about this, but it's just a find it so crazy. <laughs> like as I'm saying the words, I'm like, what, what? Why are we talking about this? But what, I just what, what are we the E channel now? Oh, this week on Kim Watt. I, I apparently <laughs> she got her butthole waxed. It's a very interesting thing. What do you think about that, Chris? Oh, I don't know, Bobby. 
<laughs> I just I just imagine Kanye going, yeah, I ain't letting this I ain't letting this skinny little white dude get win this one. You know, I just don't I don't see it happening. He's winning. So he's winning right now, Kanye. Kanye, the best thing you can do is just stop doing crazy things and saying people got. I mean, I don't know what even the motivation is. Like, I guess he's like in his mind, he's like, if I say that Pete has AIDS, then maybe Kim won't want to sleep with him. Dude, I just want to see what is Pete Davidson's next upgrade because he just keeps upgrading. And like, (laughs) what's what's after Kim? I don't even know. And I don't know either. I'm not even know. some like I'm not even some huge Kim Kardashian fan, but like she has the most followers I think on the planet. I mean, I don't know where where do you go from there? Like, is she gonna start dating like the president of a country? <laughs> like, is he no. gonna wait? He's gonna get that. Uh, what's that? Uh, he's gonna steal the uh, prince. Prince, uh, what's his name? Bride. What's her name? I don't know. Ah, oh, the. Ah oh, man, I got. I'm gonna look this up. It's gonna bother me. Gonna bother well, me. I'll tell you what I think is gonna happen. And I, if I was Pete, I'd be nervous because Kanye's crazy, bro. He will not. There's nothing he won't do. If 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 Pete Davidson ended up dead next week or something, I would not be shocked whatsoever. This has tragedy written all over the story. You know, Kanye is willing to lay his life down for things like he believes in, like no joke. Oh right? yeah, he, he on play. And if he's all in on Kim, it's. It's uh, they, Pete needs to be worried. Pete, you need to move on, bro. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna steal uh, <laughs> Megan uh, Merc- uh, Mer- Merkel, Megan Merkel, the Duchess <laughs> from, of Sussex from Harry. Yeah, from Prince Harry. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, so when he when he leaves Kim, we're gonna see like reports of him okay. uh, walking out of Prince Harry's house. We're gonna be like, he, no, yeah. Pete, no. He he can't do much more upgrading, bro. This is that's pretty much it. <laughs> it's I think that's pretty like the much at level. the end of the upgrade. Like, like maybe Taylor Swift or something in there. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think so. I don't no. think Taylor Swift might not be an upgrade. <laughs> I'm just thinking like popularity wise. No, I mean, Kim is way more popular than, than Taylor Well, that's Swift. what I'm saying. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So now, now he's got to move on from popular social media royalty to actual royalty. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I got it. Uh, maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know who else. Let's stop talking about this. Uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I don't know what else to say. John Burns Telltale Games is back. And the games they're making are a Wolf Among Us, Chapter 2, Batman, Chapter 3, and a game based on the Expanse show. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. I like to hear Thank that. Thank you, John. I would love to I would love to play in like a uh, an MMORPG, like a an open world MMORPG based right. on the Expanse. How sick would that be? Oh, you know what? Star Trek Online promised that. I remember seeing the ads and being, as a Star Trek fan, as a video game fan, being like, oh my God, this is going to be the best thing <laughs> right. ever. Yeah, me too. I was so stoked. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're an EverQuest guy, right? We both right. played WoW, City of Heroes. We're like, oh my God, an MMORPG based on Star Trek. It's going to blow our minds. Right, right. And then it like releases and it's like, the graphics are so bad. Are it's, you talking about the mobile one? No, no. I'm talking about the one that you can like get on Steam right now. Oh, it's, okay. called, it's called Star Trek Online. I think it's also on, I think I think they ported to mobile as well. I don't know. It's so weird because the mobile game is I don't know. Maybe some people like it, but it just I couldn't get into it. It's like all ships like fighting each other and stuff. Yeah. Like, so yeah. So the the Star Trek Online desktop is similar too. Where like yeah, you do play a character. Mm-hmm. You pick your race or whatever, and you like go. You can go to the academy or whatever. But ultimately, like your goal is to like get a ship and like fly around, and it's like. Do whoever made the game thought like all Star Trek fans want to do is fly the Enterprise? 
Right. That's, <laughs> let's, it. That's let's it. Build the entire game yeah. around them flying the Enterprise. And it was one of the most the graphics were horrible. The dialogue was weird. Nothing worked right. Everything is weird. It's just I feel like I was playing a game from like 1999. Right. It, it just is so it was so disappointing. So you want to make an MMORPG, a science fiction based MMORPG based on actual property like The Expanse or Stargate or Star Wars even. I think there was a Star Wars online, right? I don't know. Whatever. Sign Star- me no, up. But no. There wasn't, right? I don't think so. I would have I would have played that. That'd be sure. sick. That'd be sick, right? Yeah, why wouldn't I mean that's Imagine a good looking point. for new lightsabers and going on side quests? Like, I don't know. I don't know how this doesn't ha- hasn't happened already, but you know, is the problem that in MMOs like the war you're kind of in the world and you travel throughout the world. Right. But in Star Trek and Star Wars, like you gotta switch planets. So is there like some sort of a problem where because they should they could do it like the way they did it in WoW, right? You could get on a ship or you could No, fly yeah, on you fast travel to other planets. Or how about like they did it in Mass Effect. Mass Effect wasn't even like an open world thing, but it felt open world. So like you can go wherever you wanted in this like universe mm-hmm. and you can do missions on different planets and stuff. And like you can navigate to that planet and you could beam down with your crew and do a mission or ride the yeah. ride the away, you know, the shuttle. Um, Mass Effect wasn't even an online thing and they they pulled it off amazingly. I mean, I feel like you can definitely do it, right? I think people... I'm just shocked. I mean, It just doesn't fit the current template. You would have to go outside the current template of MMORPGs, and that probably scares people. Yeah, and MMOs, you know, right now, like, what's the big one? Um, Fortnite and uh, Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty are probably the biggest ones, right? Yeah, but Fortnite's not open world. That's like a battle royale. Well, no, yeah, I'm just talking like people playing together. Right. Large groups of people playing together. Like that... I always thought that was the future back when EverQuest was popular and then World of Warcraft. But it seems like today those types of open world games are not as popular as I think they were when they first came out. And I I mean, how can Star Trek and Star Wars and all of these, how could they not have their own MMOs where they make, I mean, look how much money they make. Look how much money Blizzard was making. Dude, Grand Theft Auto is making so much money that that take two just decided rockstar was like yeah yeah we did talk about doing another grand theft auto uh game and you're like okay what's up with that we 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 talked about it <laughs> and I, okay well where how how far along are you you know we're we're in the process like for like three years straight now they won't give anyone a straight answer or do any, because they're not making that game they're yeah. making billions and billions of dollars off of off of GTA, uh, GTA 5 on GTL, why would they possibly want to mess that up? What they want to do, if they're going to make another game, they need to somehow make it so that it expands their already big, giant cash cow that is GTL. So if yeah. they make another grant, it needs to be like a whole, it needs to be like Vegas or New York or something. Yeah. And it, and it adds, like when you buy that game, you get access to that part of the map in your GTO. They don't want to do anything that's going to take players away from Grand Theft Auto Online. Well, and you know, what's interesting is like, I just right now I was trying to fix it for my son. He wanted to play online. And so I'm in there trying to figure out why is it not working? Why can't he, it's only letting him go into story mode. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, is this, he doesn't have game pass. And then I realized, oh my gosh, you have to have game pass in order to play Grand Theft Auto Online. 
Right, right, yeah. So and so it's so, it's like not just buy the game, but you got to pay the monthly service. Yeah. So if you're if you're playing if you're not playing the PC version, so let's yeah. say you're paying um, a lot Xbox. of people, a lot of people play Xbox and PS4 version, PS5 versions, right? All yeah. right. So if you're playing PlayStation or Xbox versions, yeah, you got to pay for the live services that go with those. Um, and then yeah, you don't have to pay for the monthly service on GTA on on a on your computer, but people are still paying because they'll pay mm. two or three bucks for some new, you know, DLC that gives them a casino option or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they pay for it for years and years and years. And there's whales out there just pouring money into this thing. So if they do do another Grand Theft Auto game, it's got to be like an expansion of GTO in some way. And if you buy the standalone game, it expands your GTO already existing GTO account. And you get access to that part of the map or something. That's all. It needs to be something like that. You get access to the bridge that leads you to the Vegas. Or I don't know, whatever. Right. That'd be cool. So that's the template <laughs> right now. And then they did send the same thing for Red Dead. When they made Red Dead 2, you know, there was supposed to, there was plans to make a Red Dead 3. But then they also did Red with Red Dead 2, they did Red Dead Online. And the second they had Red Dead Online, <clears throat> they just sort of stopped making more Red Dead. Because now they have two online worlds set in different parts i mean you know what they gotta do a, a, a future future version they got a past one they got a present one let's get a future version from take two right um and they're just they're just rolling along man billions of dollars a month just having fun no need no That's need it. to make new stuff all right so john over here says tonight i'm watching curling because it's awesome in canada when you watch curling eh uh, john i gotta tell you i am totally and completely fascinated by curling uh, I found it back in like 1998, I think. Um, I was watching it over in Italy when I was stationed there. And I'm like, what is this? So these people like sliding and they got this, this stone that they're, it was totally and completely fascinating. There's something about curling that when you're watching it, you cannot stop watching. I don't know if it's the way they smack each other's little, it's basically shuffleboard and, you know, on the ice. And they're, you know, it's crazy though. It is a fantastic sport. I've literally never seen curling, but I've always seen references to it. Like someone's like sweeping the ice or something like that. Watch it, dude. Watch it. It's like they go with these little brooms and they're like sweeping in front of the ice and they're trying to either slow it down or speed up the puck, this giant or stone. Uh -huh. And, you know, it's like a team of people. There's one person who like guides it. Curling's a fascinating sport. My One of my favorite, actually, it's my favorite Winter Olympic thing to watch. Really? And uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty fun. So good, good call, John. Don't make fun of it, John. It's real. They, need to, make, they need to make a rugby version of uh, of curling where it's like <laughs> the the puck or whatever has spikes on it and you got to uh -huh. dodge the spikes in order to, to sweep. And hey, you know what? Okay. If you drop blood, that's on you, bro. And it's there's bloody blood on the floor, right? The saw version of, of curling. All right, let's uh, let's up next, man. We're talking about Star Wars, Boba Fett, and Mandalorian, and I'm gonna I'm gonna title this segment based on the headline: "This is the way." Because Mandalorian has recently made his way into the Boba Fett series. Shane, you are the resident yes. Boba Fett mm. expert. What's going on mm. with this, my dude? Well, I'll tell you, I, I it's interesting because the internet, you know, Wednesday night, of course, the new Boba Fett episode came out and. I was, I was pretty excited to see it. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, chapter five, the return of the Mandalorian. And I'm like, what? Cause I just finished watching season two of the Mandalorian and, and I'm not going to talk about it here until my brother's had a chance to see it because it's that 
effing amazing. Um, but the fact that the Mandalorian is like popping up in the middle of uh, this Boba Fett series is not really a surprise. But the fact that the entire episode was really about the Mandalorian and didn't even show Boba Fett at all kind of like had people going, what? But at the same time, the Mandalorian has become such a beloved character. I mean, you know, after what happened with you know, spoilers, a little bit of spoilers here. Um, the fact that the Mandalorian was basically told the truth about taking off his helmet and now he is no longer allowed to be a Mandalorian, I guess, or Unless whatever. He baptizes himself or something, right? Right. In the minds that no longer exist or something. So, so basically I, what she was saying even, was like, because I didn't watch Mandalorian and only bought Boba Fett. I don't even know what, what that, any of that means. Well, you know, they lost their, they lost their planet a long time ago. Um, it was destroyed or, or, you know, damaged or whatever. And it's just like a whole long thing about the Mandalorians where essentially like that cool lightsaber looking thing, dark saber. the dark saber that yeah. you see, that's like whoever, whoever owns that can rule the Mandalorian homeworld. Right. Um, so, but now he's not, a, you know, now he's not a Mandalorian because he admitted to take his helmet off, but yet there are other Mandalorian out there who take their helmet off. No big deal. So it's like part of the Mandalorian religion. Is What's Boba Fett a Mandalorian? Boba Fett is, uh, he is technically a Mandalorian. He got his armor from his father, um, who helped um, a long time ago. And so he got his armor from him. And so technically he gets to keep it basically. So, uh, but this interesting relationship, because what's really important here, the fact that everybody's like excited because they got to see, you know, more Mandalorian during Boba Fett is cool. Everybody's like, yes, more, you know, and it ties the story. But what it did was it, it interwove the story of, of that Boba Fett's telling and Mandalorian is telling and it's happening. They're coinciding together and kind of weaving inside and inside and out of the other. And we're going to see more Mandalorian this season of Boba Fett because, you know, spoilers, of course, again, if you, um, if you saw the episode on Wednesday, he basically agrees to be the muscle for Boba Fett. And on top of that, um, He's going to do it for free. So they offered to pay him money to do it. Uh, but he says, Tell, you know, I'll do it for free. You know, he essentially doesn't have any. Um, he doesn't have anything else going on right now because he's no longer, I guess, technically a Mandalorian, although he did say uh, he needs to go visit somebody. So, you know, assuming that he's going to go and uh, and visit his little guy, Grogu, the baby Yoda, the baby Yoda. Yeah, listen, no one ever taught Mando that you never do anything for free that you're good at. <laughs> Especially true. if they offer you money before asking you for your help. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, that's what I love about the Mandalorian and this character, um, uh, Din Djarin. His, his morals, his character, everything is like lined up with, if you were a Dungeons and Dragons player, you would say like, uh, lawful good okay right that's like what he is he can't do anything he can't do the wrong thing you know uh, he follows the rules he almost to a fault and actually to a fault because him admitting that he took his helmet off because the other mandalorian he was fighting was like no nah, i never take my helmet off well who knows if he actually did but he admitted he took it off for uh for the baby yoda because um and that's the only person he ever took it off for Wow. And, so uh, Boba Fett would be chaotic good. Boba Fett would be previously chaotic evil. 
Um, I would say, uh, well, I wouldn't say chaotic. I would say neutral good. Okay. At least this version of his character, because so far he hasn't done anything questionable. That's true. Yeah. You know, um, and he seems to have the same type of characteristics. He wants respect. He wants to people to be good. He wants to do the right thing. Not to the, not to the point of the Mandalorian. That character really is trying to do the right thing constantly. Hmm. Um, so it's just kind of this really interesting, they're going to weave them together. And then, you know, just John Favreau, everything that he's doing with this. I mean, the fact that now we're going to get these characters tied together, he's going to be tying in more future, the new shows coming up. I know they're going to tie together because they've already tied in uh, Ahsoka, right? And it's just very interesting to see how this all comes together. They're creating this universe and hopefully in the future, it's going to turn into a movie or two as well, tied to what's happening here. Yeah, did Kathleen so, Kennedy was on stage and she showed like uh, all the shows that are going on and all the shows planned, and she even said that this is going to accumulate into one big movie event. Yeah, so there, the, this is what I would say to everybody who's like impatient and like who's like, oh, just give me the goods now. You know, I want more of this, and I don't like what's happening here. I would say be patient, trust this process, and let the story fold out however it does in front of you. Just enjoy the ride. Like, don't worry about where it's going. Just enjoy it as it's happening. If you like The Mandalorian, you love this episode. You know, if, you, if you're loving Boba Fett, you might be like, eh, but be patient. And this told a story that's going to, that the Boba Fett story is going to, we need to understand that to understand what's going on with Boba Fett. They're, they're brilliant. They're forcing us to watch both, ep both series. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> In a way, right? So, um, yeah. A little MCU action there. And if, if people are not up as, as hot on the Boba Fett series as they are the Mandalorian, by Jon Favreau doing this, it's really just, um, it's solidifying them. It's bringing more people in and saying, okay, I'm going to stick around. I want to watch Boba Fett because I might get some Mando. You know, it's, it's, it's building up that fan base, you know? And um, yeah, so. All right. That's my pitch for it. We'll uh, we'll talk about it a little bit each week just to see what's going on. If you guys are interested, um, but it's I'm very excited to see the, the the ending of season two Mandalorian. And don't say it here if you've seen it because Brian hasn't seen it yet, so don't give it away. But that really made me just buy off on this whole universe because I gotta see what's gonna happen next because it takes place inside of a time frame that we don't know anything about. Yeah, and it's very curious. All right, let us know what you guys think. Um, let's move on to a little Aquaman news. I'm sorry, Jason Momoa news, a.k.a. my hall pass. What's up? <laughs> Your hall pass. Um, he, the guy's, guys, he's he's going through his little midlife crisis, bro. A little bit, yeah. He's looking, he's looking uh, thick, too, man. Looking thick. Well, the way this is described is he come out disheveled out of his trailer. What caught my eyes on the story, it wasn't that, like, that Jason Momoa is uh, is living in a trailer because that's actually what it says. It says here, Jason Momoa pictured looking disheveled while living in a camper. I'm going to st stop. What caught me here was living in a $750,000 camper. Right. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> they're acting like this guy is all of a sudden poor. No, 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 no. He's uh he's taking a break in a, in a, in a camper that is worth more than our homes. Um, I, I don't quite, I mean, I looked at the pictures of the camper. There's a picture. If you scroll down, you'll see this, 
maybe army looking camper and it's very small. It's a van. It's got a little camper built in, uh, looks like a small RV. And I'm like, what has to be inside this Brian that makes it worth $750,000. So there are solar panels on top of this thing. Okay. I I don't know if you can see my cursor. I can kind of see it. Yeah. 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 So solar panels actually have to be just slightly elevated from their surface because of the heat, right? There it is. Scroll down a little further. Sorry. Keep going. Oh, there wow. we go. Wow. Yeah. So, so there's some solar action going. He looks like you go, oh look at that around thing. That's a that's a satellite dish. So you got he's got internet. Dude. He's got TV. The Earth Roamer, bro. What a great name. Wow. That's a sick. Looks like I it's feel got, like it got, that's three tanks. So that's got gas, water, and what? Propane. Uh, propane. Yeah. You know it's funny because I saw. I think I saw something a few years ago where somebody built these and you can basically go to any terrain. Like it's a, it's like, it's almost like a four wheeling type of machine. Um, and you can be completely sustainable. It has a king size mattress and an espresso maker. Where? How, how does a king size, I guess a king size mattress can fit uh, up top, the, up top. Right. Yeah. Up top. Yeah. Now the question well, I, is, I want one of those. <laughs> Well, the question is, is can you just turn from your cab and go into the back or do you got to get out and go around? You know what I mean? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because it looks like it looks like a truck where they built the thing on top of the truck. You probably have to get you probably can't go into that from your truck. This is what you want to have if a zombie apocalypse occurs. Yeah. Like yeah. this is this is it. So I understand now why. It's seven, but I was like blown away. I'm like living in seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar camper. Uh, I guess he's living in a friend's front yard down the street from. From his uh, wife, Lisa Bonet, split from wife. Oh, good. That chick was, uh, I don't, not right for him. Well, he's got kids, though. You know, it's like, so I, I get I mean, the trouble sucks, here. But... I mean, he's got teenage girls, two of them. Um, so it is tough. I mean, but, you know, you got to, if it's not working, you got to move on, you know. And then the kids will understand. Um, and just, you know, try to love them. Let them know it's not their fault. That's all you can really do. Cool. Uh, but it's interesting. I mean, he's going through this. I mean, we got a, we got like double dose of Momoa news. Yeah. Well, what's next? Look, he also it looks like he's going to be in Fast and the Furious, perhaps. Yeah. So apparently uh, Vin, Vin is going to get his Hawaiian no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> he wanted uh, The Rock. The Rock basically told him to hit bricks because uh, because Vin Diesel is, in, in, is an insane person. Yeah. And it looks like uh, this guy, Jason Momoa, uh, is not afraid of a little insanity. He's like, all right. Well, they're in talks. I wonder what that means. Like, they're going to have to pay him a lot of money to be in this movie. If the Hollywood Reporter is reporting it, talks me, talks is probably, this is probably um, a play for a contract negotiation of some sort. So, like, they released that they're in talks, fans get excited, and now Momoa's team can ask for more money. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him in it, but you know, I'm also okay if the Fast and Furious franchise just ends. <laughs> to be honest, it's never going to end, Shane. Yeah. The well, Fast yeah. and Furious is forever. It has forever. to be because Vin Diesel will not get to act in any other movies if he doesn't. If it ends, oh, I, I, I guarantee you. Let's say Vin Diesel, like you know, Fast and Furious X, because you know it's going to be called Fast and Furious right. X. 100%. It's not going to be Fast and Furious 10. It's going to be like Furious X or something. <laughs> right, right. Um, This might be Vin Diesel's last Fast and Furious movie, but there is 
zero chances that the studio doesn't continue this franchise. They have now made yeah. billions and billions of dollars mm -hmm. off Fast and Furious. Not just the movies, the merch. I mean, there's so much merch. I mean, they, they've licensed, like, car stuff. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Look, Ben, ben might be out. Fast and Furious 11 is going to keep going. They're going to they're gonna latch on to another character. And here's the deal. I bet you they really wanted The Rock back. I guess he wanted The Rock back to close out the franchise, but he probably yeah. also wanted The Rock, Rock back to continue the franchise in a way. Oh, um, I see. Maybe maybe so The Rock would keep doing Fast and Furious movies. Right, like he did that spinoff with um, Jason Statham. Yeah. And now Jason Statham's not even coming back because of his, his friendship with... Mm -hmm. uh, with the rock right so they need another leading man that's young and that's charming and that has the same sort of um hat you know has a little vin has a little rock i mean jason moa fits a lot of those um fits a lot of those uh ch checks a lot of those boxes that's true and john cena i mean i mean he's definitely Vin's brother now, but he really didn't work out in the last didn't movie. Didn't work out, yeah. Because John Cena is not a serious actor. If if uh, if anything has been shown us from the Peacemaker and from the last uh, the last movie, John Cena is a comedic actor. Oh, he's period. great in the Peacemaker because of his comedy. So yeah, because he, of his comedy, he can play an action guy. Like he definitely has the action yeah. chops. But it has but, to be action comedy. Yes, because everything he does, you know, even when he's killing someone or doing something badass mm -hmm. where he's like flipping somebody, there's always a comedic element to it. Mm -hmm. um, this latest episode of Peacemaker, um, he figures out how to use his x-ray thing or whatever. And like he's talking to this his uh, partner and she's like, okay, be cool, man. He's like, I'm always cool. What are you talking about? I'm always cool. Right. It's and they, wa they walk into this building and they're like, and there's a quick, I mean, it's not a spoiler. We all see it. But he goes, uh, she's like, hi, can I, um, can I see the manager or whatever? And he immediately just blows that person's head off. <laughs> see, there you go. I'm laughing. And she's I'm like laughing. shocked. Right. And he <clears throat> starts and, and he blows someone else's head off and he starts blowing everyone's head off because he can see with the x-rays what's going on. Okay, and I'm like, I'm gonna yeah. leave it there. <clears throat> but the way he re way she re after he blows everyone's head off, she goes, what happened to being cool? He goes, this is cool. I'm very calm and collected right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and it works he works in that role he did not work in the even if fast and furious is is laughable comedy sometimes yeah it's because they break the laws of physics it's not really actually trying to tell a joke right yeah so when the vin diesel is trying to get serious with john cena i mean it's hard to take it serious because it it john cena's face and his reactions are all the same man well and yeah no it's it's not because john cena is funny let's be clear here he's not a comedian the reason it's funny is because john cena's straight face is funny for comedy right he is a straight he's not the funny guy he's the straight guy in a comedy routine if you go back to uh anything he's done he always plays in especially in comedies he plays the straight guy who's kind of being made fun of Right. And right. That look. And he has that look that that what are you talking about? Look, and that's I'll, what I'll makes it funny off of your shoulders. Right. It's the same look he had in WWE. And it's funny. John Burns brought up that WWE was action comedy. Right. Right. It's because he's it's got John the, Cena. Yeah. Right. Because he's got that serious look about him. 
and it, it plays well into comedy. It does not play well into seriousness. Right. Not serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it was so good. If you're not, I, I'm trying to tell my brother I watched Peacemaker. He actually got annoyed with me. He's like, he's like, yo, uh, you need to finish Mandalorian. I'm like, I can't yes. help it. Peacemaker's awesome. Yeah. But Peacemaker's we, we, really good. I'm he's not like, watching Peacemaker until he watches Mandalorian. I am I, watching I, Mandalorian. I'm just not going to watch it all at one shot. I don't have, I don't have six hours. He's going to watch it. He's going to watch Peacemaker's it. a really good show. Um, it's probably, <laughs> it is definitely the best <laughs> of the DC TV shows. Um, are there down. any other ones that are any good DC shows? No. Okay. I mean, I'm The sure. Flash at one point was a good show. Mm-hmm. Stargirl, uh, Stargirl yeah. was okay. You know? Well, this is on HBO Max, so I wouldn't even say, like, CW. I don't even know if I count any CW I mean, show. it's part of the Berlanti family mm-hmm. in some way, I'm sure. Is it? Is Berlanti involved? It's, it's, in the, it's always in the category with all the other mm-hmm. crappy. This is the, I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe this is the first. Maybe this is the first actual real DC adaption TV show. And if that's the case, talk about knocking it out of the park because this is this is a perfect um adaption of Peacemaker. It it's perfect. He's yeah. John Cena was made for this role. The the cast that they wrapped around him. Um, I mean, yeah, it's there's times where it feels a little woke. You know, they wrap a lot of a lot of uh people around him that are yeah. on that spectrum. But I think they do that because he he is the son of literally the son of uh the grand dragon which is like the biggest racist supervillain of all time he's like the kkk supervillain right <laughs> right so he's the son of this guy even if he's not racist he's a giant white male and everything he says is sort of sexist and mm. racist and so i think the show has to wrap a lot of those people around him almost to insulate it from getting canceled so people that are complaining sense. about that they gotta understand <clears throat> you're complaining about it being you know having like woke characters well, it has to because the main character is like the definition of the opposite of that. Like that is his character. You know, like he literally starts off the first episode asking his partner to have sex with him. Hey, I just got jail. No big deal. Hey, listen, I won't even go. Nothing above the chest. Actually, no, I need to check the chest. I can't get off if I'm. And she's like, "Excuse me, that's his character." So he's gonna. You gotta wrap people around him that are willing to call him out on those insanely inappropriate things as his character is evolving right it's good oh well, yeah i would love to see jason moment fast and furious why not why not i mean yeah it's that's not a, it's definitely not a bad thing it's he's going to add to it um it's not comedic I, i'm trying to figure out jason Mo, momoa can play a serious role he played aquaman who is a serious character so i think jason momoa for that reason probably has a little bit better acting chops he was great um, he was great as cal drogo yeah, he was. He definitely played that role really well. I mean, so that's what that's. But what it got is him. A, it's a one-dimensional role. I get that for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not much to it. But like, well, and he is that character. Well, you know, if you read the books, you know, looking at, he just is that that character. So, yeah. So I think it would, it would add to it. And you know what? This might also allow us to get more Fast and Furious down the road. Uh, Sands Vin Diesel, and maybe, maybe it's like maybe get the. Let's see the franchise a little more on on track as far as like reality. Okay, because I love the crazy stuff, but like, let's be honest. The last two movies have gone. The last three movies have gone really far into the realm of insanity. Yeah, no, it's they've it's embraced too it too much. You gotta you gotta touch on impossible, but you don't gotta actually like, you know, go to space <laughs> in a in a duct taped 
Ferrari, a little car, I don't know what it was called. And but that was insane. So yeah, bring me some more Jason Momoa, bro. All right, and that's enough of the Jason Momoa talk. What are we talking about? Johnny Knoxville suffering brain damage. Yeah, yeah, I thought your comment earlier was kind of the key for it because it says here Johnny Knoxville suffered brain damage. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I kind of figured that would be the case. And then it said after Jackass Forever stunt. And I'm like, oh, well, that's recent. Um, He says here, the bull hit was the worst hit I've ever taken from a bull or maybe period. The the hilarity of that statement. (laughs) Think about this, guys. The bull hit is the worst hit I've ever taken from a bull. That is implying he has been hit by more than one bull. Yes. Yeah. And he has. And, and I've never are, even seen a bull in I'm, real life. <laughs> I don't even know what it looks like. I don't even, I've never even seen it like an actual in person bull. It's probably good for you that you haven't. Um, Johnny Knoxville has revealed he suffered brain damage following a stunt with a bull in Jackass Forever. Knoxville, who makes his final Jackass appearance in the film, said a stunt where he's knocked into the air by a bull left him with severe injuries, including a broken wrist, broken ribs, and a concussion that resulted in a brain hemorrhage. Jesus, man, these guys are going all out. I told you, Shane. Wow. I told you. These guys are like, this is our last Jackass movie. We all are way too old to be doing this stuff. And what did I tell you? I said, they're either going to go... I'm sorry. They're either going to go out in a blaze of ever-living glory, (laughs) or it's going to be garbage. And it looks like they're going out in a blaze of glory. I love this so much. If you're going to wrap up the jackass story, right? Mm-hmm. This is how you wrap it, dude. You wrap yeah, it. No, right. no one died, but everyone sustained severe injuries. No, it's totally true. I mean, it's, it's always been like just so ridiculous. And I'm not, he must be saying to himself, look, uh, I'm either going to die or I'm going to make a whole bunch of money. One, one of the two things are going to happen. Um, so he says here, speaking about the incident, he talked about the incident on uh, Howard Stern's radio show. He said, yeah, I got a brain hemorrhage from, hemorrhage from that. So my cognitive abilities were in steep decline after that hit. Uh, he added, no one in my family is happy with the stunts. The bull hit was the worst hit I've ever taken. Uh, I remember taking some tests. The neurosurgeon said, do you have trouble paying attention right now? I said, yeah, why? He goes, because you scored a 17 on your attention out of 100 oh jesus yeah 17 out of 100 i had to go under all these types of treatments and it says the the transcranial magnetic stimulation let me just go to me real quick yeah you go ahead and read for me yeah i got you the transcranial magnetic stimulation which they buzz your head with these little magnets for about 30 minutes at a time for like oh god i would say 10 out of 12 treatments over a period, I'm sorry, uh, you know, over a series of two months, and it's supposed to help with depression and help with my cognitive skills. Holy moly. This is crazy. Yeah, that's not good. It says, it, it, was, it was a tough one to come back from. I was trying to edit the movie at the time, and I couldn't sit still. So there's more on there, but woo. Yeah, I can't take any more hits to my head, he said. My brain was just playing tricks on me. I got really depressed and over-focused on things. I did have to start medication for the first time in my life. It completely turned me around, that and doing therapy. 
Uh, he says he's feeling great now, healthiest he's ever been. So that's really interesting that, uh, you know, listen, this uh, CTE is real. You know, football players are going through it constantly. Uh, too many concussions equal, you know, some long-term brain damage. And uh, he does have to think about, you know, what he wants to do with the rest of his life. I mean, he's, what do we talk about? I think he's my age, right? He's your age. And you, you saw, I mean, he, did you see him in that picture? Yeah, yeah, he has white hair, bro. Dude's got white hair. Yeah, he's oh, looking, he's two years older than me. He's fifty. He's looking. He's old. fifty. He looks like he's sixty, bro. Yeah, but 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 you know what? God bless him because we get this out of it. <laughs> you know what's funny is, I really do. I like uh, I like watching Jackass, of course, because it makes me laugh. But I'll be honest with you, the best thing I ever saw Johnny Knoxville in was The Ringer. The movie, oh, the that was a phenomenal, that, that was a hilarious movie. Yeah. Movie was so funny. I mean, in fact, I might go watch it again this weekend with my kids because it's <laughs> totally inappropriate these days. Like, uh, you know, the fact that he's acting mentally challenged, right? I don't right. even know if you can make a movie like that today. You can't taking a whole bunch of, you know, garbage for you it. Can't. You can't. It was, <laughs> I was sold from the second I saw it's a jackass, but then this last scene. Right. And watch this guy's face real quick. Watch this guy's face. On me. Oh, and yeah, no, salmon. Is Why is there salmon and honey oh on me? <laughs> you know, he doesn't know. I mean, it's obvious. Well, I don't know. I mean, if he's a good actor, I guess he could like act like he doesn't know what's about to happen. No, he doesn't. He, he doesn't know, right? No, he's like, why are you putting honey on me and salmon? What, what is the... And then he sees the, they open the thing and the bear. No like, at what point does this become, like, too real? You know what I mean? That's going to be great. I got to see what's going to happen. His face right there, man. He was like, are you kidding me right now? I mean, obviously he survived, but, uh, you know. I love this warning. The stunts in this movie were performed by professionals. So neither you nor your dumb little body should attempt anything from this movie. <laughs> well, you remember when the TV show was out on MTV, a bunch of people started like putting mattresses on their front lawn and jumping off their, yeah, their, yeah. Off their roofs. Yeah, they were getting like sued and stuff. Well, that's uh, awesome. That's awesome. Um, I'm glad he's doing okay. And I can't wait for that movie. That's going to be outstanding. Yes. Outstanding is the word. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk a little bit, talk about a little bit of Jurassic World Dominion. Before we do, let's look at the comments over here real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, a, yeah, uh, yeah. We got a, do we have anybody in the member section? Is Ken there or anybody that nope. have questions? Nope, okay. no questions yet. I don't see that one. Um, yeah, it says here, I, I am seeing that it is planned for John Cena. So the question was, is uh is John Cena going to be in the WWE Royal Rumble? Would not surprise me in the least bit if that John Cena did that. He is the guy who just he he's taken any bit of of um of spotlight he can for himself and he's doing it really well. And unlike some other people who are trying to further themselves from the wrestling uh world, uh Dave Bautista, oh. uh, John Cena has embraced it and so it would be awesome to see John Cena Dave, Dave, Dave Bautista is such a bummer lately. He really is, man. He's like just a down, that downer. He started off so such a strong character, fun guy, you yep. know, cool stuff. You know, it was like, oh, he's gonna be, he's gonna be on, on the same track as John Cena, The Rock, whatever. 
And he right. has that cool character. And like the more you hear him talk outside of a Marvel movie, the more you realize that he's just sort of a dick. <laughs> you know? I guess so, yeah. I don't know. He just he's not he's not a good guy. He's you know, I don't have another word for it. That's not that's not that's polite, but he's not a good guy. Yeah, and, and the latest stuff he's done is kind of, you know, the whole army of the dead just didn't really work out. I like that movie though. It. I did like Army of the Dead. I, I don't know what it is. I just didn't really dig it. And I didn't really like, and he, for him, he didn't, he didn't like, I didn't go, man, I loved him in Army of the Dead. You yeah. know what I mean? Now, to be fair, I liked Army of Thieves uh, better. And that, that was the prequel to Army of the Dead. I didn't see that one. There either. was no dead people. It was, um, it was about that character, uh, the one that was a safe cracker. Yeah. And his uh, exploits prior to the movie. And, you know, it's a, it's a heist film. Cool. Well, it's funny because that character to me was totally uninteresting as well. Was he better in the prequel? Oh, he's much better in the prequel because he was very okay. uninteresting in Army of the Dead. Yeah. Um, I thought he was going to be better than he was, and he wasn't. But in uh, Army of Thieves, he, he he was a regular dude that was sort of co-opted into this life. And he was uh, co-opted in this life because he's very, very good at it. And um, the characters around him sort of made up for how green he was. And... <laughs> And he's sort of he's sort of uh by luck sort of failed he he failed upwards by not getting killed when he should have been killed multiple times. It's very cool. Hmm. Um yeah, oh. cool. Oh, you know it's funny. Okay, so insane hippie 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 wow, insane hippie hippie insane. Great name, by the way. You said not John Cena, but is Johnny Knoxville going to be in the Royal Rumble? <laughs> I looked it up and it is. He, apparently there is like a plan. He's going to be a part of the Royal Rumble for sure. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be involved. If he is, you know, I'm sure he would do it. Why not? Because he's actually, I mean, there's a little bit of pain involved in wrestling, but not like getting hit by a bull. I mean, I'll you tell know? you why he shouldn't do it. Because uh, it looks like with his last Jackass movie, he he really pushed it to the edge and barely dodged a bullet. Well, if they advertise the, the the Jackass Forever movie through it, like if they get in that joint advertising uh -huh. through the Royal Rumble, then yeah. that might be worth it. And so he gets thrown out of the ring. You know, they teach him how to land. He could probably do it. Okay. All right. Hit him oh, with yeah. his chair or something, something good. Either way, I'll watch it. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about a little bit uh, Jurassic World. Uh, Dominion ends the trilogy. Is it is it just me or are, are you also feeling like how do you feel about Jurassic World? Like after the last movie, I was like, eh. I didn't even know there was a trilogy going on. Well, there were two. I mean, you saw both of them, right? Oh, I guess I did. So you remember the the, the, the Jurassic World, the first one was like really big deal. It had Chris Pratt. Yeah, it was fantastic. It had Howard. Right. You know, and, and they actually had made a theme park. They made the theme park. Right. And then... In the second one, I think they found out like they were genetically hybrid, you know, or I think they were yeah, right? the army they was back. Like, genetically modifying the velociraptors or something. And then they then they made another uh, they made like a really crazy like T-Rex combo thing. Right. Yeah. Like, it was called like the scary source or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they go back to like deal with it. I can't I now I'm actually having a hard time remembering the second one. But this trilogy is gonna it's gonna end the trilogy, right? No, they, uh -huh. they went. They went to go. They went back in the second one. They, that's right. Okay, I, I remember now. First one was a big deal because it was like, oh, here's the world again. And yeah, it's, we know it's going to go haywire because that's what always happens in Jurassic Park movies. Got it. Right. And we even had the audience thinking that 
in the trailer as Jeff Goldblum was like, uh, no, we shouldn't do this. <laughs> right? right, right. Yes. Yeah. Um, Fallen, Ke- Fallen Kingdom was, was the second one. Right. But the second one was when they're like, oh, we got to go back. They're going to firebomb or whatever. The There's a volcano going to explode. We got to go back and save the dinosaurs. Right. right, right. <laughs> that one. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they returned to the fictional island of Nub- Nublar. Uh, to rescue the remaining dinosaurs from an impending volcanic eruption, only to discover a mercenary teams and ulterior motives to bring them to the U.S. mainland. Yeah. yeah. Um, Why is it that Jurassic Park movies always go hey? Like, I'm not talking about in the story. Like, yes, in the story it goes haywire, but it seems like they start making a, a trilogy, and it always yeah. starts great. Jurassic Park, awesome movie. Jurassic World, great movie. But then they get they they try to like repeat that in some way but it always sort of goes way off base and the the preceding movies always end up poor way right. poorer than the, than than the movie that started it for some reason it's like yeah, they're trying the to repeat what the first I'm sorry like they're trying to repeat what the first movie did so instead of just adding more to the story they're like oh let's tell the same story in a different way and you're like well maybe just continue the story but I don't know you know yeah, and, and here's the thing. It's the thing with Jurassic World or Jurassic Park or whatever you want to call it. It's like when we were talking about Fast and the Furious. Uh, they're not going to stop making Jurassic Park stuff. Interestingly, also owned by the same people who own Fast and Furious. Right, right. So, <laughs> oh, my God. Going... Fast and Furious. It's universal, yeah. Jurassic Park uh, crossover event. Come on. We, we did talk about that. We did. But, we but, did. But what there was an interview that came out with Frank Marshall, who um, was talking. He revealed that that the Dominion, the Jurassic World Dominion, uh, is going to end the trilogy, but also be the beginning of a new era. So he's hinting at sequels continuing this because the reality is, like you said about Fast and Furious, there's no way they're not going to keep making Fast and Furious movies. Well, guess what? There's no way they're not going to be making Jurassic movies of some sort. It just makes too much money. When you go back and look at like top movies of all time, guess what? Jurassic is up there. They need, they need, you know what Universal needs to do? Can What's I, that? I just had a great idea. And we got to keep it short because the, the YouTube gods are, are calling. But listen, oh. Universal needs to go, hey, everyone's trying to make a Marvel universe and a DC universe and a this universe and a monster universe and blah, blah. Let's just make our own movie universe a <laughs> universe could. where yeah. jurassic park exists uh-huh. fast and furious exists no don't do that these don't. other things exist you know they don't always have to cross over but these things exist and as time goes on we see references and references to these existing things uh-huh. in this universal universe i just have a huge problem with cars the U-U. and dinosaurs the uu the uu know? I mean, I love the idea of doing that. Of course, world building is like the best, right? What's another universal property that's that's popular? Uh, does Harry Potter own? Is Universal, I think, owns Harry Potter? Oh, my God. Does it? Yeah, I don't think you can do that, though. I mean, I dude, think... if, if Harry Potter took place like 200 years ago, what uh-huh. about the modern day Harry Potter? Magic, it's still hidden, still a thing, right? Is Harry Potter a past tense thing? Yeah, yeah. It takes like, place. is it in the past? Yeah, it takes place a long time ago. I guess I didn't, I didn't realize that. Oh, dude, they own Back to the Future. Boom. Well, 
They own yeah. the King Kong franchise. King Kong and Jurassic Park. I thought Legendary Pictures made that one. Okay. <laughs> this is very interesting because, yeah, okay, Back to the Future. I mean, you could, but it'd be hard to, you know, the movies kind of have to, in order for to make a world, they kind of have to make sense together, right? You got yeah. Waterworld. That's, that's not going to work in the future. Or Battlestar Galactica, they own that. Halloween. Well, okay. So how what how do you who do you put together with Battlestar Galactica? That doesn't. So I wouldn't you know. try to do that. I would be like, okay. So what the Fast and Furious and Jurassic Park are taking place in modern times, and they take place far away enough away from each other where they can exist in the same universe or universal universe without always uh, interacting, right? Yeah. So you, you got to find something else. Oh, the A Team is universal. Boom. <laughs> That's part of the universal universe. But okay. Um. What that else? So good. What, uh king kong i don't see why that jaws the mummy oh dude what if they what if the jurassic park people mix a little jurassic dna into jaws Mm. and we get jurassic jaws bro oh megalodon bro megalodon yeah all right we gotta stop this yeah this is this has gotta stop uh but although i will admit the most likely combination scenario of all of these crazy properties we just talked about is having the Fast and Furious guys trying to wrangle dinosaurs with their cars. Okay, I've said it. <laughs> I've said it. That is the most likely crossover. That is, that is the and most that likely. is when you know we've gone too far. So just note uh, to yourself. Nature uh, 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 finds a way. <laughs> if you think that this is the end of the Jurassic movies, it's not. even though it's the end of the trilogy, folks, it is not. We it are going to be we're going to be old men and there will be new jurassic movies coming out i'm sure and that said uh the youtube gods have spoken we have to wrap up this portion of the stream however we are going to continue the stream we're talking about uh picard lord of the rings the expanse in the members section little eternals too yes and if you're looking and if you're watching right now on this stream in the description is a link to the members section we are simultaneously streaming this to both places you can go to the member section and you can uh, finish the stream with us there. If not, if you don't want to come to the member section, you want to just be like, hey, we're, 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 I'll see you next week. That's fine too. That's great. Have a great weekend. But we hope to see you in the member section. And I got about 30 seconds to wrap this up. We'll see you there. If you look at the screen right now, it says popcast.co slash join. And that's where we're at. We are at the member section. The link is in the description. And I will also put the link in the chat for all you awesome people. We appreciate you. We love you. And we will definitely see you guys next week if we don't see you in the member section. See you in the member section. Adios. Okay. That stream is off. Man, I, we made it just under an hour. Wow. All right. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. You it know. literally turned one colon dot zero zero as I hit stop streaming. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> so we're in members only section now, huh? Yep. Welcome, members. We are here over here hanging with you guys now. Uh, you, some of you have already been here probably the whole time. Thank you so much. Um, we got some fun stuff to talk about. Yes, um, we, do. we got some interesting things to talk about. Um, yeah. So before we get into that, because we are on the member section, Shane, I would like to know a little bit more. Can we talk about what's going on tomorrow? 
perhaps? Oh, yeah, that's a little bit. Really good. Yeah, we're there, right? Yeah, we're there. Um, we're in the members section. This is for the members only, man. Is the other stream still going or no? No, it's done. I I, it's done, I stopped done. it. I closed it, man. Oh, we didn't do the the whole listening thing. So I like John came over here. I I didn't have time because if, if I did the whole listening thing, then it goes over an hour, and the and, and the YouTube gods will punish us lower plebs. Oh yeah. So John Burns came over. Hey John, good to see you over here in the member section. It said, and he had a he had a funny thing here. We're talking about, of course, when we just came over, we're talking about Jurassic World. Uh, he says, since the bad guys always do something like bring dinosaurs to the U.S. for money, get the jackass guys to do the same, but for no money. Wait, <laughs> no money. Yeah, challenge accepted. And that, wait, no money. Wait, wait, is jackass part of the Universal? Well, I don't, uh, I don't know. All I remember is is MTV. Let's see. That would be awesome. Who owns, I'm sure it's MTV. Who owns Jackass? Watch it. What do you think I'm going to get as results? <laughs> oh my gosh. It says Dick House Productions. <laughs> ah, Universal shares final trailer. Nope. Universal is, so it's owned by MTV, but Universal is yeah. the distribution. Is, is the distribution. Universal Pictures. Really? So technically. So we could. Technically, Jackass it could is work, the John. Universal Universe. John, it can work. It can work. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Jack Jackass, Jurassic, Fast and Furious. Bring it all together. Yeah, bro. Back okay. to the future. Bring it all together. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so what we have is we have the Fast and Furious guys are hired by the government, right? Yeah. They need to go into this area and uh, this very dangerous area with their awesome cars. To steal a briefcase. They don't know what's in it. What they don't know it's actually the new super velociraptor embryos. Right? Okay. They go in there and they figure out what it's about. It's actually they're gonna be hunted by dinosaurs. <laughs> right? And they're on their they're on their and they're they're up there on the tower and they're fighting off dinosaurs. They're like, oh, how we got this family. We got all this by being family. And you see a helicopter. And dun, 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 and it's the jackass guys. Hey guys, you need a lift. They were doing <laughs> stunts in another island, and they come by to save the Fast and Furious crew. Okay, you've got to figure it to out. Take right? down the deep state, and they have a That's couple of happening. couple of dinosaurs that are like cracking jokes, like they're like they're like they're they're drinking beers and hanging out with the jackass guys, and they're making jokes and stuff. And they <laughs> join them as the Fast and Furious crew. Some velociraptors. Okay, wait. So the jackass guys become actors at some point here. Yeah. And actually act in a movie, right? You know what's funny is everyone thinks that this what an insane premise. That's that's ridiculous. Who who would ever do that? I guarantee you, someone in Hollywood has written this down at some point. Yeah, because the movies keep getting more ridiculous and more ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about Eternals real quick before we get into our big stories? Yeah, so um, we should talk about that. So Popcast Prime, you guys are members of, of the channel. So hopefully you guys see our wonderful documentaries. Um, takes a lot of effort. Brian and I have been knocking them out weekly. Yeah, boy. Uh, every week. And ordinarily we would um, have one today, but of course we, you know, we got delayed. In fact, I was uh, at the studio with Brian last night. We didn't finish till one o'clock in the morning, you know, getting the audio done and the script completed for what's going to come out tomorrow. And I'll just go ahead and tell you guys here now, we have a really great thing happening. 
And uh, I just forgot what we were going to call it. <laughs> Where did I type it out? It is. Uh oh. I forgot too. No, you didn't. Did you really? You might have. You might. I probably Let's didn't. see. Uh, I'm looking for Popcast Q because hint, hint is going to be something like that. Uh, it's in our chat thing together. Okay. And it's called. And I just, I want to, I, I know I'm not holding it. Here it is. Gynan Mystery Revealed. Yes. It's all about Gynan. We're going to break down. Guinan. We figured out. And Picard season two. Yeah. We figured out what she is and what her, her uh, presence means in Picard yes. season two. And, and uh, in the past. And we in explain the past. who she is. Yeah. We explain who she is. What, you know, we, we break down the different, like, uh, you know, people, you know, people thought she was a lot of different things and we actually break it down and, and explain exactly what she is and why she's got that weird relationship with Q. Um, remember that thing where she was going to like, going to attack him and he got like nervous. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what we don't know is she's actually part of the universal universe and she's one of the jackass crews. <laughs> no, she's part of Jurassic world. She's secretly a dinosaur. <laughs> she's secretly a, a human dinosaur hybrid hybrid. Yes. From the future. Talking. Yes. So oh, that man. is what's coming up. You guys don't want to miss it. So make sure you hit the little notification bell to get notified of when that video drops tomorrow. Uh, we're not exactly sure what time. Hopefully the earlier the better, but we got to see. Brian's got a lot of work to do. Let me tell you something. Um, if it doesn't launch pretty early, then um, I might not be around to launch the button because I think my wife will just murder me. So <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, uh -oh. I'm not supposed to be working on Saturdays, but uh, not only am I launching that uh video but i'm also doing a stream with the salty nerd guys so oh I, you're on I, with them again tomorrow i agreed to that when i thought i can get this video out today interesting oh so are you doing the um the uh the saturday matt, saturday morning thing whatever. the one that matt does where he talks about uh matt vader no is it with vader or is it with it's not uh, the writing one Kadish. oh it's, it's not, not it's the writing not the one. yeah i'm because we're not okay to be to be fair when I joined the writing one, that was a mistake. It should have 100% been you there because I'm not a writer. And they were asking all kinds of questions and very detailed, like. <laughs> so, Brian, they tell wanted us like your an best... intelligent discussion. I'm like, uh, what? Poop, they're like, poop sounds, fart noises. Uh, they're like, like, Brian, tell us your best soliloquy, please. Star Trek. <laughs> and I know for a fact that Matt Kadish had to be disappointed with my um existence on his writing show because i'm not a writer but yeah i can definitely hang with vader and the boys just shooting the breeze so okay well very cool yeah i i know that i have not been on with matt and i need to do it you gotta go it on the writer like show. you're actually up. a writer we never line up you know it's it's always like i get hit up on a time like last weekend it was monster trucks with the with the kids and you know and christmas with dad is, hey can i get one of you guys on the show any of you guys shane what do you think <laughs> <laughs> he's trying like, to be polite but he, but he ends it with shane how, how you got you got time shane? <laughs> you know, and i keep and what's funny is i keep going yeah i think brian can do it <laughs> he's like oh damn it <laughs> that like, idiot's coming back damn it. <laughs> i'm gonna have to do it uh, i'm gonna have to do it uh upcoming soon just to just to help him out. I, he's got a great show. If you guys haven't seen it, go check it out. Oh, it's great. I, I, I watch, even when I'm not on, I watch their shows. I love their stuff. I'm a Patreon, believe it or not. 
Yes, you are. All right, guys, uh, let's right. talk a little bit. Uh, you ready to get the news? You know, what's funny is I'm looking for what, what happened to the one about the uh, the Expanse season six. Did I not get that link to you? I have it. You got oh, so you so it is definitely there. You want the link? I just can't find. Uh, let me let me double check here. I must be reading over it. It's okay. Because you just... got it in the little. You, you took out my pictures. Yeah. Ordinarily, yeah. I'd be like, um, because I know it's easier to get them all there. Right. But I I the way I see it is I look for the picture to identify the story. I guess all right, cool. everyone. He's got to see the pictures. I got to see the pictures, guys. We got to see the pictures, George. All right, let's do it. Okay. Let's. Oh, let's actually let's talk um, Eternals because that's. Oh. All right. You want to talk about so, Eternals? Yeah, we both saw it. Now, I actually, I mean, I, I was really not looking forward to it, and I only watched it because you told me it had this really interesting thing. That's the only reason I watched it. And then I watched it. And I'm like, you know, this isn't bad. I actually kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, the Eternals was. Uh... <clears throat> I didn't like the movie, like at all. Why not? Um, I didn't find the characters interesting. Um, and you know, what's funny is the most interesting character there was probably Selma Hayek, and she was barely in the movie. The main mm. character was actually like, um, I forgot her name, but the chick that can turn things into other things or whatever. And she was yeah. sort of bland. The guy that played Superman was sort of bland to me. It wasn't the characters that I think I liked about the movie. I think it was the world. I think it was the history it created. Yes, it did and, do and the that. Universe building. It did do that. Um, explained a little bit why the whole Thanos thing happened, which is great. But you know, that was. I think that was just a. Honestly, I think that was just like a. Well, let's just explain this away so that no one asks the question. But in reality, they've been doing stuff for humans for a long time, and Thanos literally changed like their main prerogative, which was to protect humanity. Or that's what they thought it was. So I feel like that was sort of a throwaway sort of a, a, a buy. That was like a buy for them. It wasn't real. I guess, um, okay. So from I like Jon Snow's character, but he was barely in it. Oh, which one was he? Not Jon Snow. You know what his name is. What's what's the guy's real name? I, I don't know which one you're he talking about. He plays Jon Snow in Game of Thrones. Ah, oh, damn it. Oh, Eternals? Well, let me look at, let me look at Eternals here real quick. Hold on. Um, so the Eternals... Oh, I don't have it here, of course. Kid Harrington. Oh, okay. Um, he played uh like the boyfriend to like he finds out she's an eternal and he was like initially shocked, but he's like I sort of, oh, I I sort of put yeah. two and two together a little bit. Because so, because the imp the little girl imp chick kept telling him that she was like an eternal and you know, immortal and and he believed her or no? He didn't, he didn't believe her, but she said it enough where he was where when it when it actually came to to, to past he was like oh okay i guess you were telling the truth he wasn't but like then he ended shocked. up being somebody special now i didn't get that so he's actually going to be um the holder of uh the black so because it's like the, the like the black knight or the midnight knight or whatever and this basically yeah so it's another character that works with blade actually like <clears throat> wesley snipes blade which is cool not oh, wesley okay. snipes blade it's gonna be a different actor playing the character but it's that wait character. so it's in the blade universe yeah oh okay that's interesting and he and so the, he has a sword that has been handed down to it uh you know in his family for you know eons a long time and the sword apparently is like uh if i recall it has like um 
a symbiote or something attached to it. Like imagine okay. like imagine if the sword was made by the same symbiotes from like the Venom universe. Okay. Or some kind of spirit or demon or something is inside it. Now it gives you powers when you use it, but it also slowly slowly drives you nuts. The same way the symbiotes uh, drive people nuts. Um, you get all these abilities, but it drives you nuts over time. So that character is a good guy. Um, a part of like these like anti-heroes, like these you know, like Blade's a good guy, but he also kills a lot of people. And um he's slowly going crazy because the the sword or the blade or the midnight blade or the dark blade or whatever it's called is making him nuts. And I am probably murdering these names. Go look it up. Okay. It's com it's you can find all the lore. But yeah. bottom line is I liked him in the movie, even though he's barely in the movie. Um, I liked that the end credit scene was like about him. That was great. Because I, I I felt during the movie like they were misusing him. So the fact okay. that they sort of setting him up is great. I didn't like the characters very much. I didn't like the little girl. Um, I didn't fully understand why Angelina Jolie can be um, sometimes lucent, sometimes crazy. And like, it's oh, sort you of, didn't get that? Yeah. like like she, So she's going nuts because she's remembering all of her past lives, right? Yes. But she, it's, she, she can seemingly sort of turn it on and off, which is... Well, she doesn't turn it on and off. Well, the it story, comes... the, the plot turned it on and off, which bothered me a little bit. Well, no, I mean, it just, it was, it would just come up randomly. And then it was, it took Gilgamesh to like talk her down. Right. Like, oh, I, I also don't like the fact that they ki- that was one of the coolest characters and they killed him like instantly. They the, killed, they killed him instantly. And, well, not instantly, but and at, at the end, they killed him very quickly. Yeah. I mean, he died. I mean, I like the um, powers that that one tech guy had at the end. That was sort of cool. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. He the uh, yeah he the guy who could make things. Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, that was he sort of cool. Pastos. The way the way he was like controlling the Superman character with um, yeah, that was cool. Machines. Um, so there's a lot of cool moments. Um, I felt like the deviants weren't explored well enough. Like. They, what they said was the deviants were like they evolved to the point where they want to kill a bunch. They wanted to kill humans, but actually the deviants were mad at celestials. And as they evolved, I thought they were going to go to the planet. When, like when he, when the deviant hit Superman, whatever his name is, uh-huh. when they were fighting, I, it's, it's Icarus. I, uh, Icarus. Icarus. Yeah, Icarus. Yeah. When he hits Icarus during the fight, I'm like, oh, he's going to team up with the celestials. Mm-hmm. He's evolved to the point where he can actually speak. And he's going to explain his motivations. Like, I'm not actually the bad guy here. Right. I'm, I'm a bad guy, but I, we're on the same side kind of thing. So he hits Icarus. He saves one of the Eternals and then instantly starts fighting with all of them. And you're like, that was a waste of a character. Oh, I see. So, I mean, yeah, I think I, I, they probably didn't want him. I think what I thought was interesting was the 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 main character who sent them there. The, the what is it? A celestial? Yeah, a celestial. They're, so, they're the Eternals. The Celestials okay, yeah. are so like the, the gods. Yeah, the Celestials sent them there to basically destroy Earth or to oversee the destruction of Earth. No, no, no. They they no. They were sent there. So originally they created the Deviants, and the Deviants were supposed to go to a planet and wipe life out on the planet so that humans um, can flourish. So they were they were right. like the they were like the predators for the predators, so that humans can. But they started evolving and killing humans too. So then they created celestials. I'm sorry, Eternals, and the Eternals were supposed to safeguard the humans from everything, but also deviants, and not mess with their progress. 
and well, they were never told why, but it's because that planet seeded with a celestial. And like that's what I'm saying. So the ultimately, right? There were the purpose was to destroy Earth by the celestial being born. Well, no, to, to ensure the celestial is born by ensuring humanity, or not humanity, but the the sentient life on that planet is able to flourish to the point where it's so big that it's life force can be fed to the eternal yes that's that's what i'm saying it was we (laughs) it was they were matrixed in a way you know like they were food you know humanity you know so the the celestial ends up being kind of from our perspective the bad guy maybe that's the way the universe operates and it's very normal right yeah that's like yeah from our perspective he's the bad guy but i think i think what they want you to think is he's more like a, a force of nature because it's like this is like what has to happen so that life can continue in the universe and entropy doesn't just end anything everything because without this process entropy would eventually just shut everything down yeah no it's it's that's why i think what i liked about the movie it's a fascinating idea i've never heard before i'm not familiar with the comics so uh, this is like this whole concept of that the universe exists or works because of what the celestials are doing and ultimately it is not to our benefit you know, the most comic books or I'm sorry, most stories in the end exist to the benefit of humanity in some way. And in this instance, Eternals is basically telling us, no, that is not the purpose. Humanity is not important to the story other than, you know, as food, for food. This, you know, yeah. To it's, keep it's the universe very... working, right? Because like, yeah. so that's their goal is to keep the universe working and the, the people along the way don't, don't really matter. Yeah. Forget Earth it's the universe that's got to keep going and it's like well wait wait a second we don't know to make sacrifices for other solar systems or galaxies why do we care what's one planet for billions and billions of planets so what's fascinating is that the eternals have this sense of oh my gosh you know we care about humanity and we're not going to just let this happen to them but it was also more than that too though because they mentioned stuff like thanos and like the heroes and like there are things on Earth that is different than other planets. Like, right. For whatever reason, Earth has been the epicenter for a lot of these events. So it deserves to be saved. In fact, when the Celestial took the Eternals from Earth at the very, at the very end, it was he was going to basically put them on trial and saying, like, did you make the right decision? Is Earth actually important? Is it as important as a, as a Celestial's life? Yeah. And I think it will be because there are two, you know, you have Doctor Strange and... Scarlet Witch, two of the most powerful beings in the in the universe that exist on the same planet, which is, and that's also where Thanos snapped his fingers. That's also the, the, the where the heroes that were born that were that put Thanos, you know, that that fixed that. So I think Earth, I think what I think that was the the point was Earth is not important, but at the end of the movie, it was like, oh well, Earth is actually is important, right? And it took these. Okay, so I think that's what's interesting to me, like. You know, sometimes you want a characters to drive a movie to make it interesting, but sometimes it can just be the the direction of the story that can keep something interesting. And I don't think that the Celestials, I mean, the, the idea that the Celestials were created like robots, they're essentially, yeah, they're robots, they're robots, you know, and it's like all this stuff comes out. It's very eye opening and very, if you don't know the, I mean, I guess if you're a comic book fan, you're like, oh, I know all this stuff. But as a guy who doesn't follow this typically, it was very eye-opening, a totally different way to look at the universe. It it connected to the Thanos story in a way that was interesting. Yeah. Because Thanos is trying to stop 
the Celestials. Right, and that's what made it good for me because you're right. It, it definitely was world building. There was a as far as a, the movie is concerned, I think the movie wasted a lot of time and the characters weren't very good and they they didn't do anything for me. But the story and the world building that it, it, it offered was, you're right, excellent. So from that perspective, it was a good movie. From the perspective of a standalone movie and have nothing has in, in it being, you know, let's say it had nothing to do with Marvel, meh, right? Um, okay, but there's the things in that movie that you, okay, if you're like a fan of, uh, the creation of the earth and like the stories and like, you know, uh, inky and maybe how humans were created by, by aliens and this whole thing that there's a lot of YouTube videos about it out there. They import it. They put little things like that throughout the movie, even the characters names and uh, the, the girl, the kid was teaching, you know, how she'd like tell stories through images yeah. was telling the story of inky and the whole, and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, this is like, uh, it was very cool, the, the, the way they ran history of humanity and their involvement. I so mean, maybe Athena the, is Athena, you know, the right. the the Greek goddess of war. I mean, I, I don't. I, you're right. The actors weren't fascinating. I think it needed more than one movie. Well, it's it's apparently going to get more because uh, uh, <laughs> we've got a wonderful. Uh, cameo at the end of Harry Styles as Eros. Yeah, so. but I don't think I don't think there'll be more Eternal movies. You don't think they'll do any more? No. So here's the deal. Okay, we'll tell. We'll say why. Yeah. Um, yes, we did get a cameo of Harry Styles. Harry Styles is apparently Thanos's half brother. Yeah, I thought that was which sort of follows the comic books. So um, in the in the comic books, Thanos had like the deviant gene, which makes sense. So, like if his parents was like a deviant and a celestial. Mm-hmm. Then it'll make sense that they made a celestial and a deviant, right? Okay. So they had two kids, and one had the deviant gene, one had the celestial gene, or something, whatever, right? And so that what that's Harry Styles. So this is this is my thought. When Titan, when the when the celestial was bur- birthed out of Titan, and blew up that perfect world. Remember, Titan yeah. was a paradise. Yes. He said our only problem was overpopulation. How can you? How can it both be a paradise and be overpopulated? Everyone see, has I didn't know that. Huh? I didn't see that's the thing about the whole Thanos thing is I didn't realize that he was saying it's overpopulated because it's going to end the world. Right. So everyone I didn't get that. Right. When when he said it's a, it was a paradise but our problem was overpopulation. When he said that everyone assumed like the typical overpopulation issues, hunger and housing. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. What he meant was it was paradise because we had it was so over it was so populated, it brought along our destruction because it fed into the celestial and it birthed them. And when they when they went to Titan to fight him in Infinity War, right? Remember, Tony Stark gets there and he goes, he goes, man, the gravitational pull is crazy. Like, what's what happened here? Yeah, this this whatever happened here was not normal. This no, no, nothing normal. Well, well, it wasn't. A celestial was born from the planet, ripped it apart, and I think that his in in his grief. That he lost everything he loved and the people he loved and his his family. Yeah. I think Harry Styles goes, "Hey, bro, listen, man, listen. Nothing you could have done about it, man. This is the way the universe works. A celestial has to be born so that the universe can keep going." And he explains it to him, right. probably trying to console his brother who is heartbroken over the death of his people over everything he loves. And Thanos is like, "Oh, that's how it works. 
cool. I'm gonna go from planet to planet. Yeah. And I'm gonna wipe out half the population every time they every time a planet gets too big, so I can save that planet. And what what he's not explaining is the why. So he's going from po- overpopulated planet to overpopulated planet, and literally, nondescriptly wiping out half the population as ra- randomly. It doesn't matter what color you are, how much money you have, doesn't matter. Randomly wiping out half of you to save the other half. And people think he's a mad titan. He's nuts. Right. No, he's so actually that's what I'm saving seeing. the people that are there. That's what made this. I didn't like the movie, but that well, introduction is very rarely that you can make a movie that makes another character in other movies that much better. Well, that's what I'm saying is like this movie is critical to the Marvel story. Like this movie has to happen. If this movie, I don't, I did not understand the Marvel universe properly until this movie occurred. And, uh, you know, if this was, if we were supposed to understand this up to this point, then they did a terrible job until this movie was made. Right. Right. I, I think that this movie couldn't have been made before the end game saga. No, I agree. No, I agree. Because we yeah. had to, we had to look at Thanos as he is the ultimate bad guy period, the end. And we yeah. are on the good side, right? Period. The end. But if you look at the reality of it, Thanos was actually trying to save everyone. When he yeah. goes, "Why well, it's taking it's going to take me, you know, a thousand lifetimes to save the universe from itself unless I get the stones and I can do it in a snap, right?" Right, right. When he does that, he's trying to save the half of the people that and he literally says, "I'm trying to save the other half." Yeah, no, no. The Eternals movie just explained the Marvel universe. Explained Thanos. It made Thanos no, no, into no, no, a no, misunderstand no, no, no. good guy in my opinion. Everything else that happens in the Marvel universe is ant-like, is ant-like, and and I would say unimportant. So everything that Iron Man did, everything that everything else that happened is completely insignificant compared to this because this is the universe and how it operates and. Everything else, uh, Iron Man, um, all these guys are powerless against the big celestial story. Oh, you didn't watch Loki. The, oh, the TV series? Yeah, I didn't see that. No, you're right. Okay. So what? Did I, what? So that that solves that problem. If you thought, if you thought it was insignificant because of this movie, you know, watch. You got. I can't. I'm not going to ruin it for you. Loki makes. Even the celestial is insignificant. Interesting. Okay. Well, now it's worth watching because the way time works. Okay. Um, and it and it makes it may it'll if you watch Loki, you'll be like, oh, now I need to see the Doctor Strange movie. Well, see, I want to understand, and this this is what what always frustrated me about the Marvel movies. I never felt because I wasn't a comic book guy, I felt like I never really understood what was happening. You know, I didn't see the big picture. And now this movie gave me the big picture, in my opinion, of the Marvel Universe. Oh, wait till you watch Loki. That's the big picture. Yeah. All right, well, I'll, I'll watch the series and and uh, and then weigh in. So I, you know, I know a lot of people said Eternals were terrible. Listen, uh, Angelina Jolie, I mean, window dressing, she was okay. In, she didn't really in, add anything to this. Right, she didn't yeah. add nothing to it. Uh, Gemma Chan as Cersei, she played her role. I liked Richard Madden as as Icarus because. He he turned. He basically was like, "Oh no, 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 you know, I'm I'm going to make sure this happens because that's what that's what we were supposed to do. Yeah, that's our job. You know, yeah, that's our he, job. He's the good old boy. He's the nobody, he's the good soldier. Yeah, nobody was the bad guy here. Like you could see all the viewpoints. 
Right. And so I think you got to look at this cast as a full ensemble cast. Enjoy it. And you can look, if you can look at it that way, then you can say this movie is not a bad movie uh, because it's, it served its purpose, purpose in the Marvel universe. And if they end up doing another one, because they showed Eros, there has to be some, I mean, I don't know why they, they showed this, this guy, uh, Kit Harrington, the Dane Whitman. No, no, character. they're going to continue that story. He's going to be in Blade. Okay. So, oh, he's going to be in Blade. So his story continues in the Blade. Yeah, Blade's already happening. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so that, it's not. So that was, that was so so that was actually Blade's voice at the end. Okay. The actor that I'm plays. Not, I'm voice, not a Blade guy. You know, no, a, yeah, neither am I. But the actor that plays Blade, he was the one that was talking to him. It wasn't the sword talking to him. It was oh, someone off screen when he was open. Open. That was that. That was the, so. He's going to ask me at the whole vampire thing. So he's going to be in blade and blades already happening. Like it's already been, it's in the works, it's, but eternals two is not. And the director left Disney. So if they do it, Eternals uh, two, it's going to be with a different director. Well, and I, I, I think I would be okay with us not having another eternals movie and just having the characters filter into some of the Marvel movies that are coming. Yeah. I'd be okay, I'd be okay, with, okay that. with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, uh, you know, you, you won me over on that. I'll say, as a standalone movie, you know, you know, it, it didn't work for me. But as a story build, world building element, it was very good. Okay, well, fair enough. I feel like I agree with you. This, I don't think it's a good standalone. It movie. would have been a great TV show, you know, like an eight episode miniseries. Yeah, or something. yeah, I see that, and especially like diving into some of the history of the Earth. Yeah, because it needed more time to really tell stories and and you to be like connected to the characters. And Loki I mean, did that. They could not have made Loki into an hour and a half long movie. Wouldn't have I got you. Yeah. I mean, dude, they, they basically explained that Babylon was created to defend against the deviants. Right. That's how come humanity came together to create culture. I mean, right. it's like, you know, we don't know exactly why Babylon or why any of the, you know, the first civilizations came together and they gave an explanation. I love stuff like that. So no, I do too. I love that too. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that I would have loved it if it was a TV show and, uh, and the characters were fleshed out. I think you're right. Better character. Yeah. Less characters. Did they need, this is the other question. Did they, they need so need many? It. They didn't need that many. Bingo, bro. They didn't. Why were there so many of them? Just when I thought the little girl was going to do something special. Yeah. She ends up turning and doing nothing. Even when she is back on their side, she doesn't do anything. I don't, there did, yeah, there didn't need to be so many Eternals. Right. And I feel like Salma Hayek's character is a cool character that was really like underused for some reason. Well, when um, she died, there was, we didn't care. Right. And, and that's, that's the problem. Now we cared a little, we did care when Gilgamesh was killed. Right. You know, so it because was, there was more buildup for him. Right. Right. And, and then you learn how important Salma Hayek's character is after she's dead. And that was kind of an interesting way to do it was to actually show that she knew what was coming and she was like trying to stop it kind of. Even though she had been time. a part of millions of other births. Yeah, she knew them all. She remembered them. Right. She was willing to sacrifice for this planet because it was special and she listened right. to the reasons. And I thought that was cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's also why she had to die. When, yeah, there's cool parts of this. Yeah, I, I, I think that it would have been an amazing miniseries a la Loki had needed a little less characters, but I did really enjoy the world building. And I love Thanos is probably one of my favorite all time characters. And the fact that you can make him even more, I know yeah. add more dimension to him. Yeah. Five movies later is just first off. 
Thanos is an amazing character, period, the end. But the people that wrote him and wrote in him and the way it was put together, it's five movies later and they're still adding to his backstory indirectly, right. making him yeah. even better and better. What a character. Yeah. And then going back and watch Endgame, like, holy crap, he honestly believed he was the good guy. Yeah, and, and in honestly, the grand scheme of things, he sort of I was the good guy. I kind of think he was the good guy. I mean, he was killing a lot of people, but which was not cool. But he was trying to trying to save everybody in a yeah, way. Yeah, the good of the many outweigh the good of the few. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he wasn't the good guy, but he was. His motives were true. His more yeah, his more motives. Yeah, his motives weren't pure evil. Which that the best villains are yeah. villains that think they're righteous, and you can see their point. Hundred percent true. Right. All right. We've talked about this for too long. Well, I thought it was good that we talked about it because I've always been secretly frustrated by the Marvel Universe. I And I don't talk about it a lot, but you know me. I don't enjoy these movies. You know, yeah, um, I watch them. DC guy. Because I think maybe because you understand the DC Universe. It's more straightforward. Well, yeah, there's less. Well, yeah. And then the whole like, you know, the, the new characters for Justice League started making me get a little bit. DC was like on our little planet and things were happening. I understood it all. Right. Now they start adding all these juggernaut people and, you know, and I'm like, and so that's kind of the same thing with Marvel. I started getting frustrated because there's like all these different things that I don't understand, but this movie helps me understand. So. Yeah. 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 That, for me, DC was always like in, growing up, I was like, Oh, DC is it's, it's, it's not like 4,000 characters across right. 55 multiverses. It actually is. Yeah, but the only the DC that we grew up with, the only ones we ever cared about, were the ones like in our that. little pocket of universe, our pocket yes. universe, which is why it always felt like you understood them more. Even if Superman was literally a god, you know, he was also a guy from Kansas, right? Right, right. Yeah, no, I loved it. I loved it. Um, Love DC. I was playing the last Peacemaker uh, uh, thing. They were he was like they were talking about Superman, like 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 oh yeah. By the way, Superman here. He has a poop fetish. And I was like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Yeah, he goes, he's got poop fetish." He goes, "How do you know that?" He goes, "Because I know things. I am on the internet. Are you telling me Google lied to me?" And oh he's like, God. "What?" <laughs> That's great. Clueless John like, Cena. News, fake news. Fake news. <laughs> love, love, love the clueless John Cena. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about. Wait. Sorry. Let me hit the button first. Wait. Wait. We got a message. John Byrne sent something here. <laughs> question mark question mark point okay. point link. cool all right john <laughs> we we got you buddy there we, we go know. we're talking about picard season three and why it might be the last season question no, why, mark period why it, question mark colon space yeah i forgot what i was even talking about. why it is the last season but Maybe yeah and why are fans shocked I right know. i mean listen if you told me eight years ago, hey, listen, uh, they're going to do Star Trek Picard with Patrick Stewart, and it's going to get three seasons, I would have said, you're a liar. That's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> the guy is in his 90s. Um, He's not that old. Yeah. Oh, whatever. How old is he? He's 81. <laughs> he looks so old to me sometimes. I know. I mean, it is old. I mean, trust me. Eight, when she hit 80, it's... You know, I mean, you compare him to William Shatner, you're like, wow, they're like William Shatner's older than Patrick Stewart somehow. Isn't that crazy? 
Well, let me double check. I think it said he was maybe he was 81 and something else. We Whatever. If you told me eight years ago, we're going to get three Star Trek Picard uh, seasons with Patrick Stewart, I would have called you nuts. Not 81. just because the odds of it happening were slim, but also the odds of this very, very old man doing three seasons of a Star Trek show is just not believable to me. I got to tell you, I just... <laughs> shocked me right now i just opened up a picture I, I typed in patrick stewart and opened it up and the first thing i see is uh is him kissing uh magneto oh, on the yeah, mouth. Yeah. i'm like whoa hold on i just you know you think of these guys as their characters and i'm like hold on a sec oh no they're like best friends in real life they're like bro oh yeah totally yeah so and of course yeah i mean you know so so what's going on here uh basically a bunch of news stories just come out and said hey fans why are you so surprised that Picard's ending after season three? <laughs> and uh, and I thought it was interesting because the, the plan has been three seasons, right? Like that was the plan from the beginning, I guess, was to go three seasons. They, they thought about it. They go, well, you can either go one. And if it does well, you got to do another one, which means if you do one, you got to do three. Right. Or you can go five or you can go seven or you can do it forever. And uh, so they were asking themselves, well, you know, we got an 80 year old man here. (laughs) Shoot everything. (laughs) Shoot it all. (laughs) They're like, well, we'll keep doing it as long as he wants to do it. But three is like probably like where we should play. So the reality is, is that everybody keeps saying, well, you're only getting three seasons of Picard. But the reality is, if you read further into the article, it says they'll keep doing it as long as Patrick Stewart wants to do it. Right now, that's three seasons. So, yes, they are planning for three seasons. But let me tell you something. If they finish season three and before it airs and they're like, and Patrick Stewart's like, hey, let's keep going. They're going to do five. And they just told you. So it's not going to be four seasons, bro. This is the other interesting thing. They just told you their plan. Three, five, seven, as many as they can, right? At what point is he going to be the narrator, though? Like, that's going to happen soon, right? Yeah. I mean, you're going to see less and less of him, I think. He's got to start being like, the, he's got to be like the narrator. He's got to be, I don't know, you know, Matt, Matt Cadish, our buddy at Salt and Nerd, said it perfectly. It should have been Picard, when they when they gave him a new body, it should have been a younger body with a new actor. With a different and, actor. And they yeah. could have had him, you know, almost all, all the Iron Man, Tony Stark, sort of monologuing, you know, inside this guy's head. It would have been weird, though, you know, and I think I don't know if Patrick Stewart would be down for that. You know, like, I don't think he's doing it for the character. I think he's doing this for himself. You know, when he decided to come back to do Picard, he goes, the only way I'm going to do it is if it's totally different than the way I did it before. So it's it's about him. Like, he's not doing it for Star Trek. He's not doing it for the fans. He's doing it because he loves to act and he wants to be out there. So I don't think he would just do the voice of Picard. You know what I mean? Right. I think he's got to be involved. I mean, he's in the writing room. He's involved with everything happening. Uh, and I think they're going to go three seasons. And if he's still enjoying it, they might go more. So I'm not saying three seasons is as far as it's going to go. Um, I think it could go further, but we'll have to see whether or not he wants to do it. And we'll probably find that out when season three launches. We'll hear, okay, that's it. You know, we're definitely done. Right. You know, or uh, guess what, guys? 
Paramount Plus wants to have as much Star Trek as possible. Let's We're keep back this Picard ball rolling. Yeah. I mean, what happens? What happens if like Captain? Uh, uh, what happens if Captain? Uh, what's his name? Rios. It ends up being this really fantastic character that we just, you know, do we end up doing a spinoff? Well, he was, he was, for me, he was the only really good character in the first season. I didn't like most of the characters at all, but I liked his character a lot. I liked, well, I liked him and I liked um, Jerry Ryan. Oh, I I mean, sorry, Jerry Ryan. For me, Jerry Ryan's a given. I always like Jerry Ryan. Yeah, but I mean, the new char- out of the new characters, he was the only new character I liked, and I love the idea of all of his uh, hol- holograms running the ship. That was so cool to me. That was cool. I, I kind of also liked Elnor. Um, I felt uh, like he was like that character belongs in a completely different show. I don't <laughs> like a Star Wars show. Like a yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, yeah, you know it gets serious when I got to put the camera back on. <laughs> Elnor. Should have been a Jedi. It's because he looks like that. Yeah. No, they were a Lord told... of the Rings character. No, he looks like a Jedi. That's the thing, is he actually looks like one of the Jedi characters. We should uh, we should pull it up. Um, it's like Osaka, Osaka. It's I think it's uh I can't remember which character it is, but he does. He looks like a Jedi. Um, but I, I do like his character. I like the fact that he's so naive that he was basically raised uh in a society that he he shouldn't have been right yeah i don't like like i I didn't know that we even needed more lore on so like oh yeah give me more lore on the romulans sure but like this was like so left field like it didn't even like it didn't really add up for me um interesting i mean i i liked that but i gotta tell you i liked that there was something new that still lined up with character and hope and doing the right thing you know there's just not enough of that in star trek right now and that character embodies all those things sacrifice you know the things that we enjoy in characters i feel like the character of elnor has those things right he was loyal to patrick to to john luke picard no matter what right you know i i I like that about him um i don't like the allison pill character it doesn't help that she murdered somebody um, oh, I in the act. It doesn't help also that the actress bothers me. Like the way she talks, they're like, "Oh, yeah. I don't know." I just don't like the actress. I don't like the way she acts. And then, yeah, she got away with murder, and no one even cared. And it was <laughs> no one, no one did anything. It about was it. someone's like it was like their best. Fr- <laughs> like it was like someone's best friend. Like they've known, yeah. they've known him for years, and she just like straight up murders someone. That was and pretty like, great. Oh, you know, I know you're having a hard day. No big deal. Like what? How is she allowed to roam this shit? Oh my god, I can't go back to that again. We can't get talking. Yeah, that was tough. And I, 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 the Raffi character, I think there's potential there. There's potential, but they they really made a lot of mistakes with that character in season. They one. did. They made a lot of mistakes, but she's got an interesting backstory. She's an alcoholic. I mean, there are things there that are she's kind a, of interesting. She's a substance abuse, not hmm. alcoholic. Just something else, like some kind, some kind of drug. Oh, or was it alcohol? No, some kind of drug. Something. Oh. Some, it was some kind of something that came out of a vape pen. That's what it was. Oh God. Okay. Um, um, yeah, but she's like, she's like a, she's like a, a bad mom, but she's not a bad mom. I don't know. There's some things that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like the Soji character a little bit, but I like her a lot better when she's attached to the Narek character, 
who is somewhat like falling in love with her as the Romulan bad guy. You know? Um, oh, yeah. He's got feelings for her. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, the Romulan bad guy was actually pretty good. He was actually pretty good. Um, there was a little bit his, of a Game of Thrones thing going on, though, with him and his yeah. sister, right? I didn't like that. That was a little, little too a little much implication there. Yeah, and even though his sister was actually a pretty good actress through it and played a pretty terrifying Romulan person, you know, character, uh, she looked like she just wanted to kill everyone. So there are elements of this that are interesting. The story, of course, was terrible. Um, we got our member berries. So going into season two, uh, we get Q, we get more member berries. We get to, you know, I know a lot of people are like, ah, Picard's garbage. You know, there's no point. But I'm actually intrigued by a lot of things that are coming. And there's probably a lot more forgiveness in my heart, um, you know, especially when it comes to a lot of the old characters that I want to continue to see what's going to happen with them. Mm. Okay. How about you? Yeah. Um, look, I mean, it's still, even if I didn't, even if there's lots of, lots of parts of Picard season one, I didn't like, um, I still had a good time and I still, I still want to see the future of Star Trek. Even if the, even if the future of Star Trek, like what's, what's happening past TNG and Voyager and Enterprise, um, even if, I don't really like the changes. I want to continue that seeing that universe unfold and seeing the characters unfold and see what's going to happen. Um, that's why I never, it was so hard to get pat, uh, behind discovery because discovery took place in the past and then it didn't. And I have no connection to it. I have no connection to the characters. I have no connection to the story. So I have connection to characters here. I have connection to the story here. Um, seeing what happened to characters after, you know, their big runs on Voyager or whatever. Yes, that's why I'm going to keep watching it because it's a, it's a Star Trek show telling the Star Trek story, even if I don't necessarily like all the directions they're going or the characters, I'm still going to watch because I do love Star Trek, even if I don't like necessarily this particular Star Trek. This is still continuing that universe forward. Right. That makes sense. Um, well, I hope we can get more. I mean, I got some forgiveness in my heart because the way I look at it is if for some reason this is bad and they just mess up things. There's, there's time in the future of star Trek that they can get it right again. And we can, and I have that hope, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to completely throw the baby out with the bathwater because uh, star Trek can get better again. And I'm really hoping strange new worlds does that. Yeah. No, that's not yet. So strange new worlds. Um, you know, even though it's not pushing the story forward, um, which for me is a, is a big deal. I, I need that to happen. But even though it's not, if you go back to a Star Trek format and have and, and you develop classic science fiction stories wrapped in, in the Star Trek universe, mm -hmm. then sign me up. If you go back to a point where you're trying to tell this overarching two-season uh, plot about characters that I don't care about in the first place in the past, you're going to lose me a second time. Got it. All right. Totally agree. Moving on. Moving on. What do we got here? Dude, we're you talking about Lord of the Rings. Hold up. Before we do that. George Akai is 84, but Asian don't crack. I mean, <laughs> dude, I, I think uh, William Shatner looks younger than even George Akai, right? William Shatner's looking good for his age, man. Yeah. 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 
Picard has a spinoff called 2Q for You, starring John Delancey. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, he still has color in his hair. And how old is he? Oh, he's older than all. He's older than all. He's the oldest one, right? Yeah. Man, I'm 90 years old, bro. 90 years old and this no, guy dude. looks younger it's than crazy. all crazy he went into space man for real 90 year old man sure went into, we space. Could go into space i'm not sure we could go into space in our current physical condition <laughs> i'm getting positive i can <laughs> right yeah i'm i'm just trying to get to next week dude <laughs> <laughs> well, all right great. we are talking about Lord of the Rings, specifically Amazon's new series, The Lord of the Rings, The Ring of Power. Posed <laughs> to be the one series to rule them all. Oh, well, dude, that was well done. Thanks, man. Was like the one sword, the one, yeah, yeah the one I series. I practiced that in the mirror. Did you, would you think about that before? Or did that just come to you? No, it just came to me. I'm a nice, natural, I'm a that's natural, always, natural podcaster. That's always the best way. It just yeah. comes to you. So I'm, I'm disappointed in one here. I'm not interested in this at all. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to. I'm no, I know I'm supposed to. As a nerd, as a guy who makes videos on multiple nerd channels, as one of the sweatiest of the bunch, I should be so into this, right? Okay. But I'm not. No, but well, here's the thing is it's okay. Okay. Because this is this is not telling the story that we know. It's not. Of Lord of the Rings. It's not in the age. It's this is like the second age, right? Oh god. Imagine an HBO type series. I'm honestly I see HBO because like, you know, we, we, without the need to be super family friendly, like telling the story in a in a long form three season from the Hobbit to the Lord of the Rings TV show. Okay. okay. Bro. Oh my God. They that would be interesting. That, they would never be do tough. that. They'd never do. No, it's, it's so hard. The movies, at least not now. And you know, nowadays, Frodo and, 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 uh, what's his name? Samwise. Yeah. 100% be lovers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In the HBO version, they'd be lovers. <laughs> oh Yeah. Okay, well, but we know that they weren't like from the comfort, you know, I know there's a lot of jokes made about how that's the way. And listen, I got to for, for for you people that weren't around in the early 1900s when wait, most of us, none of us are around the 1900s. <laughs> like, no, the 1900s. No, well, it's kind of a funny thing because like we were just talking about William Shatner a minute ago. Right. Right. And he's 90 years old. Well, literally, that puts him born in 2000 in, in 1930. But prior to 1930, we had this thing called World War One, and World War One, dude, like there was no TVs, there's no, there's nothing, there's nothing entertaining. You hung out with your bros, right? Yeah. And you were, and especially when you went to war, and as as people who who've been in the military, uh, we understand that you get close with the people that you're with. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm close to you. Okay, we're brothers, but that's different. Like I'm talking, like when you're with your your guys out on the battlefield. Yeah, I have no I have no problem spooning you. Whatsoever. You get <laughs> you're getting me a soft track. Okay, so sorry. when you're I'm trying to I'm trying to paint this picture for sorry, people because they ahead, don't understand ahead, in today's world where you don't even like talk to people anymore. You like get on the the computer and like the, the relationships exist based on video teleconferencing and video games, right? 
back in the day, people used to actually hang out in person. Now, listen, if you guys are aware of this, used to hang out in person. What? Right. But on the battlefield, when you're laying your life down, possibly for someone else, when you are in the thick of it and you, you, people are dying around you and you must depend on the person next to you in order to survive, it builds a camaraderie and closeness that people today can't possibly understand. Who did understand that? J.R.R. Tolkien, Tolkien did. Yeah. Because he was in World War I and he experienced it. And the story of Frodo and Sam is a story about war and him and his experience in war and how th- these people felt about each other. And so the jokes about being, you know, lovers, and we've joked about it ourselves many, many times. Oh, yeah. We've, is, we've, we've made videos. Is simply, two, right, is simply two men who really care about each other, like brothers would or like, you know, people that are that close to each other. Yes. Yes. You're totally right. But it is funny to make fun of. And we made a we made a shirt on one of our old channels where it was like, um, <laughs> I would walk into Mordor for you or something yes. like that. Yeah, it's true. And the and the video was like Samwise and yes. Frodo basically like making, making out. out. Yeah. It was funny. It was hilarious. <sighs> um, no, you're you're absolutely right. And I've had I've had, you know, I got bros like that I just, you know, hey man, I'll help you bury a body, dude. Right. And, but you know what he what he's talking about when he talks about you know time where people used to spend time together, you're talking about the before four times. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the before times. The before, the before. When before COVID wrecked the planet. Hang out with each other. Um, so w- why is this story interesting and why is it out right now? Of course, Amazon came out with this really big uh teaser trailer, which was essentially like the pouring of these things into you know look like they were pouring rings horrible teaser trailer like i mean actually no no actually as far as what a teaser trailer is supposed to be yes yes this is the ultimate actual teaser trailer but right. this is yeah, not what we're what used to for teaser yes. trailers. yeah this is an actual teaser trailer it had people thinking oh my god they're pouring rings oh my gosh they're pouring the rings of they're power pouring the rings of power guys right and then it pans out and it's like oh shit it's the title <laughs> It's the title of the Lord of the Rings of Power is what they're pouring. And I thought it was a cool little idea. I mean, they're not going to give away anything yet. But what's interesting is, what makes this interesting is, I know you're not looking forward to it. And I'm not saying I'm necessarily like, oh, my God, I can't wait. Because the second age, we don't know a lot about it. Um, we just, you know, we hear little little things about it. So I'm, we're not tied to those characters or anything. But it says here that um, one billion Check this out. One billion impressions were made on this teaser trailer in YouTube and Twitter markets worldwide. Whoa. One billion people. That doesn't happen. Like, like when a movie comes out, it's not a billion, dude. No. Right? It's not. And there's people, because the Lord of the Rings is such a worldwide thing now, uh, everybody is wanting to do this. And Amazon is betting on it because they're spending a ridiculous amount of money to make this series and uh the fact that they got a billion people tuning in to uh to see this teaser trailer is this is truly a global thing that's happening in front of our faces yeah i agree no and i'm gonna watch it and i'm just hoping that i i'd like i just latch on to characters and i just get super invested in this story i hope that's the case 
to be fair, you know, it's been a while since I've been really invested in into a um into a universe in a long time, actually. It it'll help if you maybe watch the movies again and really focus on the part about the 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 men and the elves. And like when they talk about like the history of Numenor and some of these different places, um and the Dunedain and stuff like that. That's what this show is going to be about. There's no, you know, the characters that we're familiar with aren't going to be here. Right. Totally new characters. It takes place way in, way in history before the events that we've seen actually occur. Yeah. The before, before, before times. The before, before we're going to have, we are Sauron. The only person we're going to have is Sauron, the, the, the bad guy. Right. Um, and he's not even a bad get... guy at this moment. Right. Oh yeah. He's a bad guy. Is he always a bad guy? He's a bad guy, dude. Yeah. I thought Sauron started off as a good guy. No, he was never a good guy. He uh he was oh, trying no, to the trick. other wizard did, right? Oh yeah, Sauron. Sauron. He was a good guy who who got basically tricked by Sauron Corrupted. into believing things through the Palantir. Um but the thing of this is is like this is the story. This is the story about Sauron creating the rings with the elves and with the dwarves, right? creating with the dwarves and and him tricking them into wearing them so that he can control them that's what this story is about so all right man so it's going to be interesting i mean it 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 actually kicks off i mean we got lots september of september 2nd yeah september 2nd it'll be on prime video so if you're a prime member you got to pay nothing show up and watch it and uh, we'll be here to talk about it i'm certain oh we will yes we will be here we will be here. Okay, guys. Um, that's it. Let us know what you guys think in the comment section down below. What we're we doing about the... You guys ready for the Lord of the Rings and the Wings of Power? You guys ex- excited for it? You guys stoked? You worried about it? Give us mm. all your tales in the comment section below. Even yes. if your tales about the before four times. <laughs> all right, moving on. Especially the before four times. The before four times. Um, let's talk about uh, the expanse, my dude. Ready? Oh, wait, wait, let me set it up. <laughs> we are talking about The Expanse and the reason The Expanse Season 6 was cut short. Why it's been canceled. Why did we not get the whole story? We didn't? Uh, I guess we did. It just <laughs> it wasn't a lot of episodes. Why do we get so little episodes? Why? Oh, this is this is great, man. I love this one. You know why? Because this article is like supposed to be like the way they're trying to paint it when they're talking about it is like, oh, we accomplished what we wanted to accomplish. So what what I did in this article is I read between the lines. All right, I read between the lines. This article says the reason the expanse season six was cut short. Um, and it says here they did some they did some uh, interviews that talked about why the why season six of the expanse is short. Six is the magic number. Uh, they're trying to find ways. Uh, okay. But here's basically what they said. Uh, according to uh, to the uh, the showrunner, the decision to make the season shorter was part of an agreement between Amazon and Alcon Television, which produces the show. Let me read that again. It was an agreement between Amazon and Alcon Television. Let me tell you something. There are no agreements between Amazon and anybody else. 
Right. If Amazon's footing the bill, it's Amazon telling all kind television what they're going to do. Right. 100%. So here's, here's like, they're trying to smooth it over. The guy says, I mean, you always kind of agree on how much money you're going to commit to the production of the show. Look at that. You kind of always agree on how much money you're going to commit to the production of the show. Amazon told Alcon TV, oh yeah, we ain't spending that much money on, on this final season. So you better cut, cut your episodes. That's what happened here. Right. It came down to making six episodes of it. It's always a negotiation to some extent, meaning to some extent means there was no negotiation. Uh, could we have done 10? Absolutely. Could we have done eight? Certainly. Uh, I don't think we could have told the story in less than six. So what they said was Amazon went to Alcon TV and said, uh, like, like, can you do this in a couple episodes? Let's wrap this thing up. How do we get this thing done? Right. Because, Quickly. because it's not, it's not going to get doing anything more for them past this season. Right. Right. And that's the whole theory that you and I have talked about yep. where it's like, Hey, it doesn't matter. More seasons doesn't mean more money. Everybody who's going to, you know, come, you know, become a subscriber at Amazon to watch this show is already here. So why are we spending more money? And that's exactly what happened here. So they ended up doing six seasons. Now, granted, uh, according to everybody, it was satisfactorily ended. So there's no trouble here or anything. But I just find it interesting that there's this is a confirmation that Amazon put the kibosh on 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 this on the show. And it just backs up the reasoning that we have that don't get too in love with your your streaming shows because they may not satisfactorily end them the way you want to because it's not monetarily necessary. Right, because they're not making ad revenue anymore. Right, ad revenue is gone. The purpose of these shows is to get subscribers. One's your subscriber and they're good. They can move on to the next thing that will get other subscribers. That's it. Right. Right, we used to say, watch the show. Watch it. Tune in. Tune in when it's airing and watch it. Right? Now that's done. Right. That don't matter. Now it's subscribe. Right? It's subscribe to the channel and then, oh, well, there's nothing else you can do. <laughs> there's right. literally nothing else you can do to ensure that your show stays on the air other than find a way to bring new subscribers in. That's, I mean, that's the only catalyst now is, are we going to get to a point at some place where, where you get like this like uh, these fan campaigns where they're like trying to find a way to boost the number of subscribers that a show gets, you know, throughout the months in order to, to make these services want to keep doing the show. Dude, I have a feeling that we're going to, we're going to get pretty soon. We're going to get to an, a new age for movies because there's going to come a time where there's no real monetary reason for, let's say Netflix to like, you know, build new TV shows. Um, and in order to please fans, they're going to come out with as, as little as possible to keep the subscribers going. And we're going to, we're going to experience what we experienced in the late nineties, early two thousands, where we had like a decade of reality TV shows popping up. And we've already seen it on Netflix, on Hulu, on HBO Max, we're seeing a lot of reality shows popping up. New ones, not old ones, like new ones. Um, uh, uh, Island of Love and whatever, right? Right. We're going to see a lot more of that because reality shows are cheap. 
when right. the Fresh Prince uh, came back or the Fresh Prince reunion show. It wasn't an actual Fresh Prince episode of you know, television. It was just the actors were paid to go and talk about Fresh Prince for an hour and a half. Right. And it got subscribers because people want to tune into that. We're going to see a lot of the Friends reunion show. Same thing. We're going to see a lot yeah. more of that because that is cheaper than developing. Because when you make a TV show, you got you got writers, uh, concept artists, and directors, and actors, and grips, and sets, and blah, blah, blah. And there's so much. And if you're not making money on all that stuff anymore, and the subscribers where you, is where you're making your money, mm-hmm. or maybe your merch. I mean, merch might save a TV show, maybe. But for the most part, we're going to see um, an era where reality shows are going to come back in a big way and movies are going to fill the gap for story. And that's exactly what happened in the late 90s or the 2000s. Mm. Reality shows dominated television and movies had to step it up. We got some of the best movies we ever got in our lives. We got The Matrix, Lord of the Rings, some of the best movies of all time because the way you make money on a movie is people going to watch it. Right. That's you know? true. So it's got to be good. Um, yeah, we might yeah. see that again. We might see an, another cycle of that here. And I'm not I sure. Hope not. I hope I, not. I wonder how we bust out of that, though, uh, you know, as in, in the new streaming world. You know, I, I think the way we bust out of it is um, we just get used to less. You know, we're already getting less episodes for a season, you know, and we're getting less seasons for a show. And I think we just have to be happy with basically getting long movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what's happening. We're getting long movies now. We're not getting TV shows. We're not getting something where we're this could last, you know, 10, 11, 12 seasons. Like, I mean, those days are gone. Right. No more, right? No more Stargate SG-1, 13 seasons, whatever runs, whatever it was. As long as it's streaming until, and I will say this until, and we may get to this point where having a subscription to a streaming service is no longer enough. Wait till they start having a subscription to streaming service and they haven't found a way to raise their revenue because they can't really raise prices anymore. So they add basically like special rates for certain shows, an additional dollar 99 a month in order to watch the expanse. Mm. Oh, you want the expanse to go? Well, you're paying your fee, but you also got to pay an additional, uh, I don't know what you would call it. Like a, a, like an add-on fee yeah. in order to be able to watch a your new release show. fee. Yeah, exactly. So you, right. so you get, you get all the back catalog that you're here for. Right. But you know, you can subscribe to certain shows and yes. Keep, and you know what? Subscription within the subscription. You know what? As, as, as horrible as that sounds, honestly, that might be the only way to do it. I, I, I really believe that's because we were talking about this last week and how do I you kept, prove that the expanse is worth continuing? Well, I kept wondering, Right. I kept saying to myself, at some point, they're not going to be making more money. And, you know, we talk about investing a lot. Right. And in when you're investing, businesses have to grow. Right. You know, once they cap out, you know, you got to show progress. The only way you're going to show progress is you find different ways to take money from people. Right. You only raise the price so high. Right. So, so the subscription within the subscription and what do what do gaming companies do? You buy the game. Then you buy things within the game. Yeah, DLC, microtransaction, uh, hats, yep. hats, and uh, digital items, and that's a new flaming sword. <laughs> that's the future of um, that's the future of television, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. You know what? And um, and you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, that's Nobody a really good this. idea, Shane. And as much as people would probably 
hate, hate that. <laughs> right. Um, that just means that, you know what? Uh, oh, you want more of your favorite uh, Star Trek show, whatever? Maybe it's time to cancel your Discovery uh, Plus subscription that you never right. watch. Yep. You know, uh, and that's when when you start canceling, you canceling subscriptions to services that aren't doing that model. So you can pay for services that are doing that kind of a model. So you can keep watching your favorite shows. That's when those services will pick up their game and we'll get, we'll, we'll, we'll start getting some, uh, some more healthy competition again. Yeah. I mean, it's always going to be, you know, the law of demand, like, you know, you know, people supply and demand. If people demand it, people will supply it. And so, you know, we, we just have to figure out ways to, you know, this is all new things. We're brand new. I mean, this is, this is like just starting the whole streaming stuff has been going on for a few years, but it's, we're still in the infancy of it. Amazon already has something like, I just realized this. They already, they already have something similar to this. Oh, with, with, the, with um, Amazon prime, you get prime stuff, yeah. but also you can like, subscribe to like freeform yeah or X-Play ufo or whatever right. some other like channel on there that gives you other content that's with right. amazon prime yeah no they're already doing it you're right to some degree but of course those are services outside of amazon right they should so, do it in by individual show oh it's an extra dollar 99 if you want the expanse yeah because you know what all right well exactly if it's going to give you a season seven of the expanse would you pay a dollar ninety nine per episode to get a seventh season. Oh, per episode? I thought it was like a monthly subscription to it. Whatever. I'm just saying, like, well, the way they're doing it now, they're just putting them all out there. So, oh, is the expanse, the expanse did that too? Oh yeah, Amazon just drops everything, man. They don't care. Uh, they're I like, think, I think Amazon. Well, no, they weekly. didn't. Wheel of Time was was weekly. I think they did this one. I think they did this one weekly too. Did they do this one weekly? Yeah. Well, that's smart because that's the way it should be. Right. But you know, then you can do a, a subscription like, but you know it, I, it makes actually more sense to do it by, by episode like you go to click on the episode you're like boom you'd agree to pay the extra dollar 99 yep you know um and then you it charges your card you know and you can't watch episode season seven you got your basic membership but you can't watch it unless you pay the extra money and you, by the way we've already got your subscription so bam but you can watch previous seasons with your regular subscription yeah. go crazy right. yeah that's that's got to be what's next right it has to be yeah. Even, even though that sounds, I know for a Crazy. lot of people, that sounds insane. What are you talking about? That's horrible. I mean, what else? <laughs> There's a lot of people out there that are really, really used to free television. And here's the deal. Mm. Those days are gone, folks. They are gone. People getting mad because Orville went to the Hulu and there's no Orville on Channel 11 anymore. I mean, what do you expect to happen? You can't be mad about that. Um, it was either well, that... Or there is no Orville. It was either it goes to Hulu and it's a Hulu original or there is no Orville. Getting mad that they're behind a paywall. Look, guys, television is a paywall. It's just not a upfront payroll. Well, and yeah, and only if you have rabbit ears. I mean, you're paying for cable. Right. If you you go crazy and you go out of your way to get rabbit ears and put this on... And you go, oh, okay, now I'm not paying for it. You are paying for it. You're just paying for it with your time, dude. That hour-long TV show, you're actually watching 22 minutes of content. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're paying for your, you're allowing your time to be used as payment. And if well, yeah, because the advertisers, yeah. Right, and if you've gone that far to get rabbit ears and rabbit ears and to get, uh, you know, channel two through 30, 35 or whatever, 
um, and you're willing to pay for your time, more power to you. But most of us are like, oh, we're going to buy a cable subscription. It's going to come with basic network television yeah. and some basic cable. And you're still paying for it now via the cable system. Well, and that was the one-up, Brian. So that was the one-up. So we're talking about a one-up for streaming. The one-up for television was, hey, television's free because the advertisers are paying us to make it so that you can watch it. The advertisers want you to spend your money outside of it. Boom, that's the payment plan. Oh, wait a sec. We need to make more money. Cable companies. Oh, so the advertisers are still paying. The advertisers are still paying for you to see it, but now you're now also paying in order to get it all, you know, on in a box. Yeah. And I remember that I remember some of the, the selling points with better quality, consistent delivery, yeah. more channels, right. no more antenna moving. Right. No, forget that. Uh, the, the tinfoil. Yeah. They used to have like, yeah, I remember the, the giant antennas in someone's house. Like they, like they're trying right. to call aliens. Yeah. Listen guys, um, they're going to keep one up again to be on totally fair. Streaming was a one up, but it really wasn't. It was actually, as far as the cable company is concerned, it was like a punch in the gut. They right. pulled it back and it allowed you to curate, curate and sort of a la carte your selections. Well, now that cable's going the way of the dinosaur, right? And this is becoming the new thing. Now it's becoming just as expensive to get all the content cable was giving you. Yeah, they're not going to let us save money. Bro. Look, does that mean that you were, when you were paying $120 a month for your cable, you're like, I can't, I'm paying all this money. I'm not watching all this crap. Well, now you're paying for 14 uh, streaming services. You're still not watching all that crap. You are paying for it. So you can watch it right. when you want to watch it. Right. So now you are just consciously make you're making the decision to pay what the cable company was charging you for the convenience of that content. Before yeah. what pissed you off was you didn't have the decision. Now you've been given the decision and now you're paying the same amount. Right. So what's next? There's no advertisers can't step. Look, I would much rather pay. $1.99 to subscribe to a TV show than to watch ads. So if you're like, hey, well, some, you know, they got to bring back ads, you know, so that we don't, so they don't got to raise their prices. Well, that's fine for you. But for me, I would much rather pay more money to never see an ad as long as I live. <laughs> On the, right. when, when I boot up Paramount Plus and they play their stupid ad before the, so everything you watch on Paramount Plus they play a little like trailer of some other show they're pumping, right? Right, yeah. It physically sickens me. <laughs> I can't, I'm trying to fast forward. And there's nothing, I, nothing I could do. And I got to watch some thing about some reality show about um, uh, the amazing race with, with uh, uh, Fran Bestites or something, whatever it was last time. And here's the deal <laughs> I don't want to watch that. Even if the show would interest me, I will find it on my own. Please do not force me to watch 45 seconds of content against my will when I'm yeah. paying for non-ads. I've literally hit the contact button, hit cancel. And when Paramount asked me, when I asked you why you're canceling, I'm like, I'm what I paid for non-ads. I'm watching ads. And they go, well, you want two months free? I'm like, yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and now I'm back. I got yep. two months for free because I was, about, I was about to cancel because of ads. And now I'm back. And you know what? That was like six months ago. I don't even remember. I don't even remember. I'm I not remember. even sure how to. 
I'm not even sure how to cancel my. So I would much rather pay if if you're like, hey, you can watch ads to be subscribed to this TV show, or you can be, oh, pay for premium non ads and subscribe to it for this low nominal amount. Sign me up. Thanks for watching. To see the full conversation, become a member of the Popcast family. Use the link in the description below or go to our channel and click the join button. Select your tier and we'll see you at the next show.